But yeah, dude, that's a life changer. I never went really like and start. I, I fucking went to Domino's the next day and I told like three of the people that worked there like, yo, I shaved my balls with Manscaped. It was fucking good. Just because I was so happy. I was so fucking proud of it. It was awesome. Freaking cute, dude. That's all I'm thinking yeah, about man. now that I'm thinking about hairless things. <laughs> it was good, Daniel. How's it going? Welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. You said, how's it going? I said, welcome back. That's not even a fucking answer. It, it works. I guess. But fuck you. Hey Q, thanks for showing up too, bro. Oh wait, you didn't. Hey Q, if you're out there, we're coming for you. Yo, yo, dude, you ever see Terminator, bro? You ever see fucking Terminator, bro? I don't got a shotgun, but like, I'm a yeah, I'm gonna get you, bro. I'm so sad. But it's all good. It's all good. Am I pissed? Yes. Is Daniel here? Yes. Are you here? No. But it's all good, and it's all good. Got to roll with the punches sometimes. We roll with the punches, and it's all good because, Q, you smell amazing every time I see you, but guess what? Suck my ass, and you probably still smell good, actually. <laughs> Fuck. Motherfucker's sexy as shit. He is. He's fine. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, dude, welcome to the Elgie Franco Show. Appreciate you. Yep, so we're here again. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, now that I think about it, I got a call from a number I didn't have saved. And then just like the other day, I looked back through like my missed calls and it said possibly, I think it said Jimmy Q. Really? And that's what his Snapchat's under. So I wonder if that was him calling me. Oh, son of a bitch. It I probably was. I told him to. Get a hold of you. I told you both to get a hold of hey, each other. He, he could have texted me on Snapchat. He was That's the one who saying. brought I the message. idea to me. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I fucking, I don't even remember how it went. I think he got, I think I saw him post on Snapchat that he got a, uh, like a tattoo gun. Uh-huh. And then I messaged, I slid up and I was like, yo, tap me on the podcast. He was like, I'm down. <laughs> and then we went out a couple nights later and I saw him out. And we just talked about it again. We set today for the date. He was like, I don't work Tuesdays, bro. Like, it's good. Let's do it. I was like, all right, bet. Next day I messaged you. It was all set. I might even message you that night when we were still at the bar. Mm-hmm. It was all set. And then uh, today, today, not, a- not that way. I don't even know where my phone is. Is this my phone? It might, it's not mine. Yeah, bro. So we might call Q here in a bit, see if he answers, and then just talk mad shit. <laughs> Talk that mad shit, dude. He is fine, though. Yeah, Q, you're still sexy. And you do smell really, really good. <laughs> I had some spicy questions for him, too. Damn, really? Oh, well, yeah. What were they? He was talking to this girl that I knew, and I don't think they're talking anymore. So I. Oh, really? I was about to drill his ass, but it's. Oh, not you think that could affect it? You think, uh, you no, think maybe he's think, in his feels? He doesn't want to No, because I think this anybody? happened a while ago. Oh. Like, I think they stopped talking a while ago. But he oh, would like When I saw him at the bar, he was with a girl. What'd she look like? She was cute. Brown hair? Yeah. Oh, damn. Maybe it was her. I don't know. Yeah, bro, because I saw him at Hy-Vee one day, and he was with her. And I saw him a couple times out later, and he was with her. I wonder if I'm following her on Instagram. 
I don't. I, I think I met her. Like, hi, I'm whatever. This is whatever. And she said her name, but I, you know, I'm bad with that stuff, so I don't remember her name. That's what I'm. That's who I'm talking about. Definitely her. Okay. That's 100 percent her. Well, then I wanted to know what's going on. You know, I want to know the scoop. I mean, I know that he would like post snaps of like who else got the baddest girl in his yeah, bed right now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I was yeah. like, but I, oh, I hadn't seen anything in a minute, so I was like, it's probably not. Probably didn't work out. I don't know, but I guess it did. Oh, I think it did. I think it's still working out. I don't know though. Did I ever tell you about this summer? Uh, you had a girlfriend. So, well, no, I'm still I'm still dating Lacey. But oh, okay, cool. This was before we were dating, but I still liked her. She went into beat-ups, I guess, and he was, like, texting me. He was, like, who's your friend? Can I have her, like, info? And he was, like, trying to slide in. Wait, no, that girl? Yeah. Oh, really? I was, like, really? I, can't, I can't do that, big bro. Why not? Because that was, that was who I was trying to date. Oh! And now we're dating. So it worked out for me. It didn't work out for Q, but... Oh, but now it's working out. Right. So, oh. I, always, so I always would talk shit to Q about it. <laughs> shit is lit. But now he's got a girl, too, so good for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's her. It's No, no, no. So the Wait, girl go that, back over the story. The girl again. that he was trying to get the info was is my current girlfriend, Lacey. Oh. He's talking to someone else who I just happen to know from school. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Courtney. Right, right, right. Okay, 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 okay. I see, I see, I see, I see, I see. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we would get it straight from the Piper's mouth, but guess what? Piper ain't show up. Yeah. So it's all good. It's all good. Lightly salted. Yeah, it's Lightly all right. fucking salted, baby. It's all good though. Um, fuck yeah, dude. I don't have anything to talk about because uh that was the whole plan. I was supposed to get tattooed today. I told a couple people too, hey, I'm gonna get tattooed on the podcast. Listen to this one. It'll be funny to hear me crying and screaming like a little bitch. And now I'm not getting tatted. And you could have done the video of it too. Well, I mean, I've done it a couple times and it was just kind of like really bad and my computer doesn't have enough like storage, so yeah. I got a I got a, a external hard drive, like two terabytes, but I'm not good at that stuff, and I just want the quality to be better, so I gave up on the, I got it. On the got video. Yeah. I feel bad about it. If there's ever one to video, though, it would be that one. That would have been the one. Yeah. You know? I, I probably would have gone on Instagram Live, at least True, had you yeah. at, at least ha- had you hold the phone and, like, show from your point of view, like, what's going on and stuff. Yeah. But uh, Where were you going to get it? Do you know what you were going to yeah. get? Yeah. I don't know. I think it was going to be a leaf. My friend Jose said get a leaf or I was going to get something to do with like an audio file, like easy couple like audio lines. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I don't know. Probably just got a a tree or some shit turn into a. Dude, I'd be scared. Like I know that Q is a good artist, but I still, I, I feel like even the best artists could mess up. And if they mess up, it's just raps. I feel that the way that I think about tattoos is definitely not like us like like the more imperfect they are the better really yeah i don't want them to be all like pristine and cool if i'm spending a fat amount of money on it i want it to be that but like it's a stick and poke like it's a little you know a little shitty tattoo on your arm like i want it to be a little bit like not perfect a little bit fucked up i'm a perfectionist i would need it to be oh no Perfect. Oh, no. Nah, that's why man. I can't get tattoos. I like the story of the tattoo better than the tattoo itself. Yeah, I guess that's true. But it's how many good, times do people actually ask you, like, what's the story behind that one? All the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. People love tattoos. People are, if they haven't got them, they're curious about them. And if they do have them, they want to hear about it. Yeah. Where'd you get it? How long ago? Do you want to get more? 
how much how bad did it hurt there did there hurt worse than there you know like there's so many like people that just are super curious about tattoos and uh yeah dude people at perkins people at beat-ups like everywhere you go honestly especially when you have them on your arms and you're like giving somebody a plate and they're like oh i see you have tattoos mm-hmm. who do you really good talk who do you miss at beat-ups employees wise oh everybody bro yeah everybody dude I just hated the fucking job. I mean, okay, like the job was easy as shit, but going from nights to days, they're giving me three hours. Mm-hmm. They give me two hours. Yeah. I can't do that, bro. Oh, you can work a double. Uh, you can work a double. So you want me to work fucking two hours or 18 in a row? Suck my fucking dick. Yeah. I don't want to live at Buffalo Wild Wings. I hate it here. Plus, I really didn't like how like low the lighting was. Yeah, it would fuck it with my eyes, like, and then the loudness of it just made my anxiety just feel weird when I left. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I have anxiety. But when I would leave B-dubs, it was like the whole time it just felt like a crazy amount of like emotions. And then when I left, it was just like silent, and I was like, I feel weird. Oh, yeah, no, for sure, it's chaotic. Like it's very chaotic. Yeah, it's chaotic. It's very I, chaotic. I don't love it, but I need the money. Oh yeah, dude. Got no choice. A job's a job for sure. Yeah. Like. And I still like like B dubs. Like I don't have anything against anybody that worked there. It was just I got a job interview and then it was for like that day or the next day. I can't remember. I talked about it on my on one of my podcasts alone. And uh I was just like I got ready to go to work and then at ten fifty I was supposed to work at eleven and at ten fifty I sat down and I just didn't get up again. Called me twice, didn't answer. Josh like a ghost. Yeah. Dang, I didn't know that. So you planned on putting it two weeks in, and then you just yeah, it. you know, I wanted yeah. to kind of do it right. At least say, hey, this is my last day, mm-hmm. and I'm here, and I wanted to tell you to your face, and like, thanks for everything, but like, I'm out. Got a job at Perkins. It's whatever, but yeah, just didn't happen. Sometimes I give a fuck about certain things, and I don't know why. And sometimes I don't give a fuck about certain things, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. That was just one of those situations where I I just didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I remember. Th- yeah, they were asking me about it, and I kind of knew what was up, but I didn't really know what was up, and I wasn't yeah. gonna speak for you. And I was yeah. like, "Hey, you're gonna have to deal with that yourself." <laughs> oh, it's all good. I've seen people randomly, like at Target or something. I saw Kara somewhere. She's like, "I was like, Kara," and she just walks over. She's like, "Why didn't you show up to work? Why are you not showing up to work?" I was like, "Your boy out." <laughs> she was like, "All right, well, I guess your boy out." Kara's <laughs> chill though. I like Kara. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I miss Kara, bro. She was so fun. I also didn't like the drama that was happening in the group chat. It was basically like a two-day drama fest. And oh, I, I thought that shit was hilarious. Oh, dude, yeah, we were messaging each other about it. It was yeah, so funny. That shit was funny. But after that, I was just like, that's another reason why I just don't care. I mean, like, B-Dubs was like, now that I've, I'm working at Perkins, B-Dubs, you have very little responsibility. Perkins is like a, a different vibe. We don't have a group chat. Nobody is asking anybody to work for them. You show up when you're fucking scheduled and then, but it's also not college kids. Yeah. Like it's all like 40 and under adults and nobody like young. And if they are young, like younger than me, they go to school and then, or, or they, I mean, they don't go to school. So they yeah. just got, we just got work. Mm-hmm. That's some people. They're like, I know Kara doesn't go to school at B-Dubs yeah. and she's our age. Yeah. Um, she just shows up, right? Like I don't you think, rarely hear yeah. about her. Like, oh no, she she almost always had her shifts. And then yeah, Chris too. I don't think goes to school anymore. Yeah, yeah, he might be a little older than Kara though. Who else? And yeah, like I mean, Zach is about our age. He doesn't go to school. Yeah, yeah, and he's fucking there. 
Mm-hmm. You take your days off if you want, you know, you schedule them. But Dude, it's I, not I, like there's some people that would message almost every day, like, can somebody work for me? Or mm-hmm. I can't come in. Or like, can I take somebody's shift? Because you fucking called out another day. And it's just yeah. like so annoying. It, it makes me feel like shit when people ask me to cover their shifts because I'm like, yeah, I literally, with track and stuff, I literally work every day that I could. Yeah, exactly. And so when they ask me to take like a Tuesday, I'm like, you don't understand. Like, I literally can't. Yeah, no. There's no way. And then, but then if I have to ask for a shift covered for whatever reason, they didn't give me time off when I requested it and I'm in another state at a track meet, like I clearly can't make it in. Then all of a sudden everyone's like, well, you never take my shifts. Why would I take yours? Yeah. Like, but it's completely different. I'm like, yeah, totally. I literally can't take your shift. You just don't want to take, I don't know. Maybe I'm entitled. I don't know. I mean, it's, it makes sense, but asking people to work for you is always hard and I just yeah. never feel good about it. I would rather just not show up. Locally. I'd rather just put it in the schedule, say, your boy going to be gone. Well, can you get somebody to cover your shift? Nah. That's why I'm telling you. I'm going to the head of the snake. I'm not going to the fucking mm-hmm. legs. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't, guess it's I don't always give an a excuse. fuck about it's like, that. Well, I put it in the group chat, so if no one covers it, like, I guess <laughs> no one's going to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I would try it. If I were you, I would try and find somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's dude. like, I will not be here. Like, like I remember last year. It was like the day it was, yeah, it was the day after Christmas and it was going to be a Sunday morning. It was like the 26th and I requested that whole week off so I could go back to Lincoln and then we were going to go to my, I think we were going to go to my grandparents, which is like an hour away from Lincoln or so. And so Laura schedules me anyways. Yeah. Which by the way, I loved Laura, but this was the one time that I was like pissed. Yeah. She scheduled me anyways. I go up to her. I talk to her. I'm like, Hey, I requested this off like weeks ago or maybe even months ago. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm sorry. Pretty much everyone requested it off. I yeah. just can't honor all of it. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, everyone requested it off. It's the week of Christmas. No one's going to be here unless they live here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if you're going to schedule someone, you can you should schedule someone who like lives in Kearney like all the time. Yeah. Not the people who are going to be traveling, right? And that sucks because there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that are going to yeah. be gone. So everybody's I'm, young. Yes. Everybody's going to school. Everybody's going home. Yeah, you got to <laughs> figure it out. So then uh, I told her, well, I hate to be this guy, but I'm going to be three hours away. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, literally not going to come. I'm not going to come back, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, I think she said, she was like, well, you'll just have to work it. And I was like, you don't understand. I'm not working it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, this is back. me. Yeah, you can write you. me up. You can, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I guess that next morning, so that Sunday morning. So I told David. Do you were, were you over there for David, Mm-mm. my manager? No. So Mm-mm. I told David. I was like, hey, I know you're working this day. I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be three hours away. I t- you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They scheduled mm-hmm. me. I requested it off. He was like, okay, I'll just write you off. So it was like, like out of the schedule. Right. I'm like, thank you so much. I guess Laura comes in that day and it's just a shit show because they have yeah. like one server, two servers, whatever. <laughs> and it's just a complete disaster. And yeah. David's trying to help and whatever. And it's just a mess. And she got like super mad at David and like yelled at him. And then that's the day that he was just like, I quit. And he like yeah. threw his keys down and left because she was like yelling at him. Fuck and stuff. yeah. And I was like, I was like, did I low key just cause one of our managers? to? Oh, get for fired? sure. Yeah, for sure. But. I mean, I would say you caused the situation, but you didn't cause him to get fired because he could have easily just stood in and said, this is what it is. Some, we're going to have to work harder or close early, but one of the, like it's a corporate store. So it's not, it's not that easy. Or, yeah, don't open the day after Christmas. Yeah, you got to figure that situation out. 
I don't know. But even when I was working at beat-ups, that was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're going to schedule someone on a day like that and be like, you have to come in, I'm sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. You're just going to have to come in. Do the people who live in Kearney. Yeah. What do you schedule the dude who's going to be three hours away for and saying, I'm sorry, you just, you're just going to have to come back. So you don't think they even tried to do that? They just... No, no, no way. I think, I think they literally went to the list and they said, this is the first person who tried to request it off. They're good. This is the second person. They're good. This is the third person. They're good. And then they go to like the bottom of the list and they're like, okay, well, this person was a little later, but I like that person. So I'm going to go up even more. You know what I mean? And then they just schedule someone in the middle who was like, who was like, okay, well, I already let accepted these 10 people's thing. I'm just not going to take yours because whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would go, I would just recently, I was requesting a bunch of days off for like holiday season, like two months ago or something like that. Yeah. And I was like going through all this stuff and, uh, for like all the holidays, it was like every day that you could imagine was like Cassie McDonald, Kylie McDonald just requested off like year ago, like hella early. I'm oh like, yeah. I'm like, they don't even they know how it goes. Anymore, right. Yeah. I'm like, why am I not as on top of this? But, <laughs> but yeah, so like half of the spots that were available were already taken by them. Yeah. So I was like, Omar, do these names even count? They don't work here anymore. And he was like, no, you're good. So Cross them out real quick, right? My name, you know. Cool. Uh, it's well, a I funny got, place, man. It's real a funny quick. Place. While I'm thinking about this, I'm huh. thinking about Zach. Okay. When I listen to the podcast. He said okay. some bullshit. What? That I have to just like, okay. disprove real quick because right. Zach, fuck you. Okay? <laughs> okay. The Quidditch. The Quidditch snitch is not pointless. What do you mean? I agree with that. Okay, I'll pointless. hear you out. I'll hear you out. I'll hear your story. Have you read the books? Yeah. Have you watched the movies? Yeah. Okay. I read the books in like middle school though, so I don't remember. So first of all, his baseball argument is bullshit because each score in Quidditch is worth 10 points. Okay. And they hi- happen at a far higher rate than baseball. Okay. No one's ever going to get hit 150 points in baseball. Okay. So if you add this squirrel catcher in it, then yeah, no one's going to catch up to 150 points, right? But right. in Quidditch, the scoring is much higher rate uh-huh. and it's higher points. So people uh-huh. reach 150 points all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally. happens several times in the books. Uh-huh. There's a Gryffindor versus Quidditch match in Hogwarts uh-huh. that Harry has to literally wait to catch the snitch because his team is behind by too many points and they won't win if he catches it at that point. Oh, okay. Right? So then I'm saying they, would, they, they wouldn't go to 150 in baseball. They'd go to like 10. Right. So, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like his argument, he, he's like, he's like making it seem like the, the snitch is just an unbeatable thing. It's not like, that's my point. You know what I mean? If you're going to do that in baseball, you're going to have to do it for like five points. I'd say that's the equivalent. Yeah. Maybe even less. So they, so yeah, they just make the points go lower, but, and, and you'd have to guarantee that you can, you still have to invest in a good pitcher, a catcher, a good everything, because you can't have that team getting over five points. Right. If every, if all Quidditch was about was the seeker then they would literally just not have any of these other players. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then another example, right? In the fourth book, the Quidditch World Cup, it doesn't show it in the movies, but okay. in the fourth book, Victor Crumb catches a snitch, right. doesn't win the game. Okay. So so what Zach is doing is he's taking these small examples that we get to see in the movies because he hasn't read the books. Okay. And, and they don't show the Quidditch World Cup in the movie, okay. right? So he's taking this small sample size of these these teams on Hogwarts's teams that are ranging from ages 11 to 17 uh-huh. who are not nearly as skilled as the professionals in the real world of Quidditch, right? Uh-huh. He's taking this sample size of also one of Hogwarts' greatest seekers of all time in Harry Potter. Uh-huh. And he's saying, well, the snitch is stupid because 
these teams at this school never reach 150 points as often. Well, yeah, they're kids. You could argue that okay. the snitch in Hogwarts should be dumbed down and put into like 50 points because they're not going to score as many. But that's not the same as saying the snitch is useless. Does that make okay. sense? Okay. I hear you. Because in the pro, in the pros, bro, they're scoring 150 points in like, like nothing. In like right. 20 minutes of game time. Right, right, right. The that snitch sometimes goes months without being caught. It's literally happened before. Oh, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. The snitch is useful and it's important and it's unique and it's a great way to end the game and it adds so much strategy to it, right? If you have a horrible seeker, score more than 150 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you don't have a good, or if you do have a good seeker, then you want to catch the snitch early. Right. Because like happens in the Quidditch World Cup, if you're chasers and you're beaters and you're, what, what's the goalkeeper? I don't even remember. I don't know. But if they're not good, you're still going to lose even if you catch that snitch because it's going to be true. too late. It's too many points. Yeah. Huh. It, it's, there's such a higher rate of scoring in Quidditch than Hogwarts represents. Right. Or they give credit for. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Now that makes me think because, yeah, you're right. And the books do explain it more than the movies. Because mm-hmm. the, 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 you catch the snitch, the game is over, but you don't necessarily you win don't because win. it's you still worth a certain amount of points. points. Right, exactly. So if they still have a fuck ton of points, the game's over, but you didn't win. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's interesting. Damn! We need to have Zach back on. Now we need to... <laughs> I mean, hey, the Ireland We need to get him over showed, here right man. now. The Ireland team showed you don't need a good seeker. Their seeker was not that good. Mm-hmm. He clearly was not good in the book. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Do you remember no. that chapter? Okay. No. He was getting... Victor Crumb would, like, go to the zoom down and, like, sweep up at the last second, pretending he'd seen the snitch, and the other seeker would just, like, crash into the ground. Really? He was, like, super injured, yeah. <laughs> he sucked. And, yeah, they still won. Because their other players were so good. That shows they're, they're, they really are important. So, huh. Zach, you... Mm, I just <laughs> It's like talking to a brick wall with him. He just does, yeah. He's like, nope, yeah. nope, nope, this niche is useless. I'm like, <laughs> we've had that argument like three times. He makes <laughs> me you, so mad. Did you, did you hear the podcast and bring it up to him at work? You brought it up to him at work? No, did you? Oh, no, 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 no. I forgot about it until just now. <laughs> I was thinking of beat ups and I was thinking of Zach and I was like, Bastard. <laughs> oh, that's fucking funny, bro. But he, but he didn't bring it up around me because he knows I would have come out of him. Oh, I see. Oh, goddamn. Yo, that's fucking funny. Yo, the other day at Perkins, there was this like 70 year old dude came in, ordered a coffee, a cinnamon roll, and an orange juice. And he had one of the Harry Potter books. And I was like, dang, bro, you're living it up. Yeah. <laughs> you're fucking great. having a blast, my man. Dude, that sounds like the best life. Oh yeah, he I came just want to make. I literally just want to make my money and just like I don't need a lot. I just I just want to make my money enough to live for the rest of my life, and I just want to vibe. Oh, you know dude, what I mean, yeah, he's taking that pension. He's doing whatever the fuck. I don't know what he's got going on, but he just brought in his Harry Potter book. Sat down. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get your cinnamon roll. He's like, actually, uh, bring it in about 15 minutes. I need to finish this chapter. I was like, damn. All right. Yeah, I like bringing. He the, was my hero, man. I like bringing him on the bus. Yeah, meets. Yeah, dude, I need to read them over again. That's what it sounds like I need to do because they're probably fantastic, huh? Oh, they're so good, so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm in middle school. I don't fucking remember shit, dude. Speaking of so good, I've been watching Breaking Bad. Have you? Watched oh that? yeah, you watch it? Oh, I watched it yeah. a long time ago, but only one time through. Hank just found out. That's where I'm at. Found out that 
Walt is it's, Heisenberg. Oh, dude. It's got to be like season five or something. Five, shit. yeah. Season five, episode eight, I think is the one I just finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now it's a race, bro. Now it's a race to see what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm interested for sure. I've been kind of a little bit over- underwhelmed by it, though. I'm not going to lie. It's so slow for most of it. Mm-hmm. You end up just kind of hating his wife, oh, Walt's she's wife. Horrible. She's the worst. Yeah. Fucking, she's, oh, I, I, I don't even think I like her as an actor. I think if they would have chosen somebody else, but the point is to not like her. Like, she has to be that, she's not the villain by any means, Mm-mm. but she makes everything so fucking complicated. Yeah, she makes it so much harder than it has to be. Oh my God, you just want a world where they make Breaking Bad without Walter White having a fucking wife, where he's just like fucking bitches and shit. It's like, dude, if you didn't, Go and fuck your boss. None yeah. of this would have happened. Yeah. Like literally, you know. So annoying, bro. That that scene uh, after she gives the boss all the money and Walter goes to try and get all the money and it's gone and he oh. starts like he's like crying at first and then he just starts hysterically laughing. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. That just I'm like sure I remember it. that just like sums up like yeah. like this 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 wife is crazy and he's She's just the worst. Like, he just couldn't take it anymore. You know, he's just yeah. started having oh, yeah. a breakdown. Oh yeah. Dude, no. the absolute worst. Oh, dude, but it's so good because at the end of every episode, they give you about 10 minutes where it's all just lit as shit. Uh-huh. And then you're like, well, fuck, I guess I'm in for the next one. Dude, literally all of my <laughs> friends were like that have watched it. They're like, oh, yeah, Walter's super badass. Like when you yeah. get later in the show or whatever. Oh, yeah. later. And I'm still like waiting for it yeah and i'm yeah, halfway exactly. through the last season you know what i mean yeah so, exactly so i've almost been rushing through it because i'm like okay can we get to this badass heisenberg character who everyone's been talking about it's not right. happening i like like he's I mainly talking, a bitch yeah I was he just, just seems kind of like Stucky. a bitch and like a scared guy and he's always yeah. mean to fucking pinkman you know jesse yeah. i'm like dude jesse doesn't deserve to be yelled stop. at bro I, stop I, being a dick i want them to stop beefing already yeah there's always a reason to beef yeah yeah, I was just talking to my friend Stucky, and I was like, I mean, this is a good show. Yeah, it's definitely. Stucky's favorite show of all time. I'm like, it's really? a good show, but I can't put it up against Peaky Blinders. No. Or, yeah, no. No, some of the other ones are really good. Yeah. Have you watched Peaky Blinders yet? No. Watch it. That's what you told me, I think, last time. That's what people tell me all the time. I don't know why. Watch it. Yeah. And now that I'm, like, busy, because, like, last week was crazy. Like, I had Tuesday off, and then Wednesday... Scott had me up on Snapchat. He was like, hey, are you still looking for a door job? Because I told him months ago I would do the door. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he just hit me up because Zach's leaving for Colorado, I guess. Yeah. And uh, it was Zach, Cosme, and uh, Scott working the door at Bricks. And he was just like, you still want that door job? I was like, I mean, I just picked up a job at Perkins. So now it's Domino's and Perkins. So how much do you need me? He was like, just a couple nights a week, man. I was like, you know what? I'll make it happen, Captain. So I went down Probably there Wednesday. Oh, dude. You feel like you go out because you see everybody, mm-hmm. but you're not drinking. Yeah. So you get to make 50 bucks instead of spend 50 bucks. And you still went out for the night on like my Friday when everybody's out. Cause yeah. that's the only day that I work is a uh, Fridays. Mm-hmm. So I'm working at night because it's the night before Thanksgiving. So I told him like, yeah, like if there's days where somebody's going to be gone out of town, like hit me up, see what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'll probably be inclined to help you out. Mm-hmm. I'll say yes. I don't, I don't see any reason to just, no, man, these are the days that I'm scheduled for this job because I've got my day stuff, so it's all done. It's uh-huh. not conflicting with anything. If anything, I'm getting antsy at about 9, 30, 10. Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck. All the homies are going out, you know? Like, I'm just sitting here. Like, I want to go do something. 
so it, it it gets that out of the way but then it's it's also helping him out so yeah he hit me up Wednesday night I went there hung out till one Thursday I've trained that night Friday I went in that night for the first time on my own I mean it's easy you're sitting at a door looking at IDs you know make sure mm-hmm. they're all right and then uh Saturday worked at um oh yeah so that Thursday you know Wednesday night I had to go in stay there till 1 30 get up go to Domino's work all day come in that night do the same thing 9 30 to 1 1 30 wake up Saturday or uh, Friday go fucking Perkins 8 to 4 and then go work that night Saturday Domino's all day crash that night Sunday Domino's and then Monday was uh freaking, you know, whatever it is, Perkins. Mm-hmm. So it was like a crazy week. So anymore, it was like, like I didn't have any time to like start anything new because I would get home and just want to die right. or I'd be getting ready to go to like the next thing. Mm-hmm. So I haven't started anything new. I haven't even been like watching anything that I, like I was rewatching Game of Thrones. Totally cut it out. I just put on Harry Potter and then like fall asleep. Dude, I don't know. Like. I've tried to watch Game of Thrones. I couldn't get into it. It's a little rough. It's just a not lot of that. naked, a lot of yeah. uh, murder, a lot of gory blood and shit. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. You couldn't even get into the storyline. You like, like you like Game of Thrones though, oh, dude. Dude, try a fuck. Uh, fuck yeah. One of my favorite shows of all time. It's called The Last Kingdom. Uh, oh, I, I have heard about that. Yeah, it's somebody told me about that. Might have been you. Probably me. I love that show. I will die it's by good. that show. Um. It's like, it's the same. It's like similar time periods, but it's like realistic. Yeah, it's yeah. No like, dragons. There's no shit. dragons. Yeah. So it's basically about this guy. Uh, he's English. It's like it's like way back when the Danes were coming over to England and trying to take over. Okay. Mm. I don't know if you know anything about that historical nope. stuff. Danes are coming over to England trying to take <laughs> over, right? Dude's father gets killed. He gets taken by the Danes, but he's like fighting back. He's just this little ass kid, right? Mm-hmm. He's like fighting back. So the Danes are like, yo, he's got some, he's got some fight in him. Let's let's keep him as a slave, and see what happens, right? Mm. They end up they end up liking the kid a little bit, so then uh, they end up like keeping him and like raising him as like a son. So he's like, when war starts, right? He's like a fully grown warrior now. He's like, am I Danish or am I English? Because all his Danish family gets killed. So he's like, I'm raised Danish, but I'm from England. And I have stakes here in England, like I I can be a lord, basically. You know, he's in like a royal family or whatever. Right. So he doesn't know who to fight for. So he's kind of trying to figure out where he lies and where his loyalties are and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he gets people who are loyal to him. And dude, it's so good. It's so good. I love all those like old timey like uh, you know, knights and castles and mm-hmm. swords and crossbows and fucking lighting motherfuckers on fire. All that shit. So I should. I should watch it. Uhtred Ragnarsson. He's my what? guy. His name is Uhtred. Uhtred? Uhtred Ragnarsson, yeah. Ooh, that shit is so good. Ooh. There's books too. I read the first six of the books, and there's like 12 or 14 of them. Really? Yeah. It's The whole the whole show is based off books. You know, those are the those are I the was, best. Yeah, I was gonna say you know it's gonna be good when it's based on a book. Yeah, anything based on the novel. Yo, I'm in, baby. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude. You gotta watch Peaky Blinders. You gotta watch The Last Kingdom. Those are my top two f- shows of all time. Yeah, you want any of these? No, I'm good. 
You don't need no Doritos. Just not hungry. That beat ups, dude. Yeah. Messed me up a little bit. Dude, yeah, I need to I need to watch that show. I'm super down. Me and Jonas watched uh we rented it on um Amazon Prime Video <clears throat> Bullet Train. It's like a new oh, movie yeah. with Brad Pitt. I heard yep, yep. I saw Fantastic. I've been seeing like trailers and yeah. clips on YouTube shorts and right. whatever. Right. Yeah. Dog. It's well, got with the who new else does it have uh it's got a lot of actors. Channing, Channing Tatum. Tatum, yeah, yeah. He's like, he does like a cameo. Like he's in the, it for like fucking thirty seconds. He's, when he's like, you want, you want to make two hundred bucks? He's like, is this <laughs> yeah. like a sex thing? Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the main clip, dude. I see. Yeah, it's great. He, Brad Pitt comes over. He sits down. He's like, hey man, you want to make two hundred bucks really quick? He like pauses for a bit, looks at him, leans close. He's like, is this like a sex thing? <laughs> Brad Pitt just sits there, doesn't do anything. Nope. <laughs> it's great. But the whole movie in general is fantastic. Any more with new movies, I'm always worried because I'm like, I don't know. These new movies that come out, I just think they all suck. Every time I watch yeah. a new one, I I just kind of, I'm like, I fucking paid for that or I fucking wasted time on this. Like, fuck. I'd rather go back to something that I know is good or I go into like older genres of movies and then find something that I like and go. Dude, I watch the same five shows over <laughs> yeah. and over. And the same with movies. I have yeah. like 30 movies on DVD that I know are bangers. Yeah. And that's all I watch from. Yeah. But it's good because my girlfriend Lacey, we like to watch movies. And so I watch new ones now. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. And some of them are pretty good. So yeah. it's good that it's good in that way. Exactly. Every but, once in a while, I get into a a, a mm. new movie, and I'm like, "Hey, man!" Without that, though, yeah, never, never watching new stuff. Always yeah. the old stuff that I already know is good. Yeah, always. Yeah. Same with books. Yeah, don't like new stuff. Yeah, I couldn't read the Last Kingdom books until I watched the Last Kingdom, and I already knew the story itself was good. Oh, <laughs> you know? really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, I highly recommend Bullet Train, though. It's 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 so much comedy. Mixed with pretty good action, not just a bunch of dumbass camera angles, because I hate movies when they're like, it's an action movie. But the fucking scene is like 0.2 seconds long, and it's just new scene. It's like shaky, it's like moving all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, they did a good job. And Brad Pitt, I mean, fucking, come on. It's goaded. Dude. Yeah. Anywhere, there's like certain actors that you watch that are dudes, and you're like, I'm not gay by any means, I'm here watching it with a bitch. But... I just want to watch this guy. Mm -hmm. Shirtless, anybody hot, bro? I'm like, dude, I don't even know what's going on. I'm just looking at his fucking muscles, dude. I don't get that. I'm looking at his jawline. I'm looking at, like, his neck. I'm looking at, like, their hair. I'm just like, fuck, dude. This guy, there's a reason he's a fucking movie star. Anything Tom Cruise is ever in, I'm just like, dog. I'm just watching that specific motherfucker. Really? Yes. I can appreciate great performances, but I could never say that I've seen... Someone with their shirt off and I'm like just staring. Dude. And maybe anytime Thor's on fucking anything, bro, I'm like, yo. I mean, it's good you can appreciate their in shapeness, though. Oh, dude, yeah. They're all on roids for sure. Oh, I don't give absolutely, a fuck. Absolutely, yeah. I think all professional athletes should be on roids, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to watch for two hours some fucking guys doing anything, Yo, I want the best they could possibly be. Yeah. Guys. Give them all roids, bro. Roid them bitches yeah, up. Yeah, men have like more unrealistic body standards, in my opinion, yeah. than most than girls do. Yeah. 
but it's never talked about. You think? Yeah. Yeah. All these famous know. people that are super jacked and everyone's like, I want to oh, be yeah. like that. They're yeah. all on roids. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The the extremely attractive girls of the world. I mean, sure, some of them are like plastic surgery, but. Right. Like, not most of them, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, maybe in the face. Like, they take good but. camera lighting. They do They do the suck in the gut. They do mm-hmm. the. They do the twisting their body so they get the ass just right. Oh, dudes is pictures, fucking yeah. roids. Yeah, and like dudes, I just yeah, it all, it kind of bothers me a little bit sometimes when I think about it. Like yeah, like everyone's on roids. Yeah, like Chris Hemsworth, he's the Thor guy, right? Yeah, absolutely on roids. Oh yeah, Joe Rogan on roids. He's even, Joe Rogan's not on. He's roids. on roids. He's even said it before. Really, he yeah. did. Oh, okay. I mean, he's not competing anymore, so it doesn't really matter. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if it doesn't matter. Like, I think you should just give all the professional athletes roids because I don't give a fuck. Like, if you want to be the best that you think you can possibly mm-hmm. be, fucking do it. I don't give a shit. I mean, but there's laws and rules and stuff. Yeah, I feel like we should have two separate Olympics. One for, like, people who are completely on whatever they want. Yeah, like, the natty. Like, like, let's fucking see what humans can do. Or yeah, yeah. Not, you know, and then there's the natural one who's, like, yeah. really, yeah. I'm down for that. I That'd think that's a good idea. You just got some crackheads like running 100 meter dashes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You could get some fast motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. It'd <laughs> oh, yeah. be crazy. And I'm sure that there would be certain instances where we're like, doing steroids doesn't help because, yo, nobody is going to be Usain Bolt's fucking 9-4. Not, not anytime soon, probably not. But records are meant to be broken. It'll be broken eventually. I don't think so, man. Really? That guy... Is a fucking freak. He is a freak. Six two, six three. Mm-hmm. Those his whole body is meant to be the best runner ever. Yeah, you know, Michael Johnson was one of those dudes where his body was just like made for that shit. Maybe doing steroids would have made them faster, but like I don't think anybody else on the planet. I mean, yeah, I'd be hard-pressed, bro. Nobody is ever going to be made like that. And then, like, they'd have to do steroids to keep up with them. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's going to be that naturally good ever I again, don't know, bro. dude. I think you'd be surprised, especially oh, with... I will be. I hope spikes, I hope you're right. Though, That'd even be so the way cool. spikes are getting. You know what I mean? You're saying did, Bolt didn't have... Have you seen the new Nike spikes? Nah. They're crazy. <laughs> like, people are like... But overall, that's your shoes, bro. It's all about it, the person wearing the shoes. It makes such a big difference, though. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. They got the new plates in those, like, steel plates or whatever. Yeah. They give you the support you need, and then they put, like, air pockets. So you're just spurring it along. It's, <sighs> yeah. But, Damn. I mean, they're mostly distance right now, but when I look at those, I'm like, they're going to find some stuff for sprints, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, you give, like, Steve Prefontaine... Best one of the best distance runners of all right, time. I've heard you that give name. him modern shoes. I mean, he's gonna run faster. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe I'm all about that engine, bro. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's, it's about the engine, man. Maybe I don't know. Dude. Put some put some tires on it. Yeah, it helps. But it's all about that engine, boy. I don't know I don't though. Know. I don't I bet, know. I bet in the next hundred years, someone someone beats Usain Bolt. I could be wrong, but I bet it happens. We're alive. When that happens and we're 80, I'll give you 10 bucks. Bet. Okay. <laughs> cool. If we die before it happens, I'll give you 10 <laughs> I got you. Deal. All right, bet. Deal. Oh, fuck. That's, that's funny, bro. Yo, do you like my newest edition? Oh, shit. That's dope. 
<laughs> Where did you get that? Oh, when I went to Sacramento, it was just in some stupid little fucking shop. That's sick. I saw it. I was like, yo, I have to. I even talked the guy down to five bucks. Really? It was supposed to be 10. I would have just paid the 10. I'd have been like, I was going to, but me and my aunt, she got a pair of sweats and then went and they were supposed to be discounted. And when he rang it in, it wasn't. So she was like, well, I'll pay whatever for that. Just make this five. And I was like, yeah. So really, I made myself look cool at the beginning. She's the one who kind of made the situation hey, all come up. You need someone like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was he was wrong. He had it wrong. The sticker clearly said, like, half off or whatever it was. Or instead of 40, it was 30. And then when he rang it up, it was 40. So she was just like, well, take the, I'll pay for this 35 or whatever. So it was still five bucks off of hers. And then she was like, put, put, put the license plate as a, five dollars instead of ten so then it, it we get the ten dollars off on the or on right. the whole thing and then it was, he was like all right so yeah dude i'm so proud of it i wanted to put it up in the back of my uh window oh and my just gosh, ride around yeah. town with the ass man in my fucking back window <laughs> that is sick i'm tempted to send a picture to my dad but i don't know if i don't know if he would get mad that it says that or not i don't know my dad is so weird about stuff like right that. Like, he's so Christian, but he also loves Seinfeld. Yeah. So I don't know if the not as Christian references of Seinfeld, he would think are funny. Does that, that make was, sense? Yes, because watching shows with my parents, anytime there was, like, any sort of sex scene or they said something about, like, or, th- like, there would there would be, like, watching Monk, like, there were certain episodes mm-hmm. where somebody was cheating on somebody and there was a lot of, like, talking about sleeping with someone and having sex with someone or like, and that was his wife or whatever. My parents wouldn't finish the movie. They wouldn't finish the show. I'm like, dude, we got to watch this next week. Mm -hmm. This episode doesn't really matter in the whole plot of the story. What the fuck? They, they walked out of, um, I remember growing up, they walked out of so many movies, but I remember specifically they got us there. It was my parents and then some, some of my friends' parents, and they all went out for, like, a movie night, and it was the Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. And they got us, like, babysitters and everything, and it was all good. They came back in 15 minutes because the beginning of the movie was so raunchy. Yeah. They just walked out. Jeez. I was like, wow, you guys are fucking bitches. <laughs> it's not that deep. Yeah, it's fucking a movie. Just yeah. enjoy the comedy. Mm-hmm. Just fuck off. Do you know who Jordan Peterson is? Yeah, I see him all the time on Instagram. I never listen to him. Really? Yeah. I just saw. So I don't really know who he is. I just saw a clip of him the other day. It reminds me of it. He said, uh, you know, one person that you can never trust is someone who has no sense of humor. Yes. Like, like oh, you get to decide what's funny for everyone else. You get to yeah. decide what this uh, subconscious decision of whether or not it's funny for everyone else. You get to decide that, huh? Like, why should we trust you, basically? I don't know. That's interesting. He was just like. He was just like, that's one indicator for me of people that I can't trust is when they try to tell you that something's not funny. It's like, yeah. it's not your job to decide yeah. what's funny and what's not. Yeah. Who the it's fuck like, are yeah, you? The funny true. police bitch? Yeah. If I think it's funny, could be funny to me. It, it, it doesn't have to be funny for everyone. Yeah, it really doesn't. If you can't, if you can't see the humor in something, then maybe you're just looking at things wrong in life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. What do you think of, speaking of... uh controversial figures. What do you think of Andrew Tate? I love him. I wish he was my dad. <laughs> what uh, somebody, I mean, I, I don't watch any of his content. Oh, I was talking to my boy, uh, Miggy and, uh, Neff on the podcast. And they were like, yo, top G, 
top tea, my boy. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is that? They were like, oh, you don't know? You don't know what that is? I was like, no, bro. What is that? They were like, it's Andrew Tate's podcast. I was like, okay. Fuck off. I think I've just come to the agreement that I don't think he's an idiot. I just think he he's got he got to like some certain point in his life where he really just wanted attention and he knew how to get it. Just say controversial things and do your thing. Live your life the way that you want to live it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's like a terrible person at all. He's just a very like like he would like he's just the like epitome of like far right. You know what I'm saying? Like, do whatever you want to do. Um, men are this. Women are this. Women are just basically like, I don't know if I would call them servants. I don't know if he calls them servants. But I've heard a couple of clips where he's like, yeah, when I come home from work, I do want food to be made. I do want it to be ready because I've been there all day. What have you been doing at home? Fucking looking at TikTok and doing your fucking nails? Yeah. Not all women have jobs all day. If, if if he can't come home from, like, making money to, like, do the thing, at least have fucking food. Right, yeah. And I was, the way that he said it just sounded like every 15-year-old angry kid. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I can't fuck with his whole delivery. I yeah. don't like how he looks. I don't like how he carries himself. He thinks he's some sort of sh- great shit. But at the end of the day... He doesn't fucking involve... I'm not involved in his life. So I, yeah. I mean... Like, I really have... I don't, I don't even know if... I don't have any opinions on him. Like, mm-hmm. fuck that guy 100% because I think he's fucking a dweeb. But, like, I don't think he's an idiot. I don't think he deserved to be canceled for what he said. The whole thing about being canceled really just makes me angry because... Say whatever you want to say. Who gives a fuck? Right. I'm going to say things in my lifetime over a span of 10 years that somebody's going to disagree with. And am I going to get canceled? Am I going to have to worry about that? Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. One thing that's for sure, whether, however people feel about his opinions, whatever the case, uh-huh. like one thing that I know, a couple things that I know for a fact from what uh-huh. I've seen of him, what I've heard of him. Uh-huh. Very intelligent man. Yeah, totally. Very wealthy man. Oh, yeah. People don't like him. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. He does care. not care. And why should he? He lives. He? he doesn't even live here in America. Yeah. He lives in wherever Romania is, right? Yeah. He Where, does, yeah. Literally wherever. Yeah, I have no he idea. Does whatever he wants. He has. I think his like net worth is. I heard it's at least three hundred million. And I don't know what happened when they canceled his bank account. I don't know what happened to all that money because they canceled it and everything, right? I don't think he has much money in bank accounts. You don't think so? It's all in like assets, like property yeah. and cars and shit. Yeah, 100%. Makes sense. But he did have a certain amount of money in a bank account, and they canceled, canceled his it, Twitter, yeah. and they, Which is they discontinued bank, his bank account. Twitter, whatever you say what you want. I don't agree with it. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, as far as bank account, that has to be illegal. Yeah, that And there that should was, be repercussions up. for that. You can't take someone's money. You can't fucking take their money. Yeah. Cancel their account and give them the money, though. Yeah. Exactly. Why is it just everything uh, according to your account, everything related to your account just canceled? You know, they just mm-hmm. we're just we're just done with you, and we don't want to have anything to do with you. That seems not right. Yeah, it's fucking weird, man. There's one clip I saw of someone who met Andrew Tate, and they were like, he was like, when I met, cause, do you know Andrew Tate's brother? Who uh, I've seen him on certain things. He seems like a little bit more level head of a guy. Mm-hmm. 
I like Tristan, but so oh, that's Tristan. His brother, that's that's his right. brother Tristan, right? So, anyways, they were talking about meeting Andrew Tate, and they were like, "What is it that makes you comfortable saying these things that you believe, and that many of them are like just genuinely true, mm-hmm. and not worrying about getting canceled, not caring about what people think of you, all this stuff?" And he was like, "One thing that I know, no matter what happens, I have Tristan." Hmm. And I was like, "Damn." Nice. Like you need that person. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's like, what can you accomplish if you have someone like that? Clearly a lot. Yeah. Because that's what he has and yeah. look what he's done. You know what I yeah. mean? I mean, so anybody in history ever that's had a, like their one guy or their very small mm-hmm. group of friends has pretty much done whatever they want to do. Great or not great, you know? <laughs> and you can argue that everything, even the bad people have done like Hitler, what Hitler did was like, great. It was fucking Holy shit, how did he manage to do that? That's a great feat. How did you manage to trick it's that bad. many people into this? Yeah, it's still it, a really bad thing to do. Why would you want to do something like that? That's, yeah. It makes you, know. you think about like governmental structures and stuff though, like in a different way because a lot of people even in America are just like they just go with whatever. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying we're obviously going to be like like Germany was at that time, but it's just like you got to maybe Think for yourself more than like, this is what the government is saying today. That's the common factor I find. Because slowly, especially when you start messing with freedom of speech and banning people on platforms and stuff, you slowly get towards the point where the only viewpoint they're going to be hearing is whoever's in office. Right. That's the, that's, that's what I struggle with a lot. Um, I mean, I, I like to think that I am like a like a think for myself type of person but I also see a lot in my life where I get into a situation and the first thing I do is ask for help mm-hmm. so when it comes to like the government bro I'm getting into things that I don't care about so now I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> you know what I'm saying no I don't have any opinions on it. I don't right. fucking watch news I have I, I have Instagram <laughs> TikTok Reddit and Snapchat dude I love Reddit Dude, it's I so fun. I just logged into an account, bro. I'm actually really proud of myself for stopping that thought because I was probably going to say something that's really not informed. I don't know yeah, what I'm no, fucking talking about. Fuck the government. Do whatever you want. If you want to kill somebody, kill somebody. Think Guess for what? You, think for yourself. You're going to get killed now. But yeah, definitely think for yourself. Dude, let's go on Reddit and see what's up. Let's see if we can think of any funny things to comment because I like thinking. Dude, I love, uh, I love, like I'll go on shorts and I'll see videos. Of like uh-huh. them reading Reddit things. I'm trying yeah. to think of a good one that I saw. Um, jeez, there's so many like cheating stories and stuff that are just like super interesting. Oh really? I don't read any of those. I get I get into the stupid one-liners. What do rich people say when they tickle their baby? That's like something. It's right rich there. people. What do rich people say when they tickle their baby? And then we'll go into the comments and see what's up. Not bad, son. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Oh, but the answer is also Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Because, you know, Gucci. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have any uh, funny comment, but that's funny. Um, <laughs> like, like this, what is the smallest lie you've ever told that had the biggest consequence? I don't know. You know what I mean? And then they, they, they'll, they'll like have a whole story under it. Oh, really? Yeah. You like to get into those ones? Oh, yeah. 
It's too long for me. I can't get into them. I get into the stupid shit. <laughs> I mean, a lot of them are stupid. <laughs> they were, and some people will just like rant or whatever about like random stuff. Yeah, I like I like rants, but if they're too long, then I just stop. Like this one. Okay, this one says the the top caption is the amount of time my girlfriend has spent sleeping has made me stop loving her. Oh, <laughs> yo, that's fire! Because yes, I agree with that. She's fucking asleep most of the time, bitch. He said she Come goes on. to ten. She goes to bed at ten. She sleeps until like two p.m. and then she okay. takes like two naps a day. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, bro, yeah, there's she's wasting her life. There's something off there. Yeah, you yeah. You almost have to go to a doctor. Stop popping those fucking Xanax, you yeah. dumb bitch. Yeah, that's a lot. Wake of up sleep. and suck some dick every once in a while. God damn. <laughs> that's a lot <laughs> of sleep. That's not healthy. There's no way that's right. Yeah, bro, that's just not good. She's a fucking bum. Um, how much? How much does your girlfriend sleep? Um, less than average. She does a lot. Like she sleeps less than average. I'd say she probably sleeps like seven hours a night. Yeah, so she's pretty busy during the day doing yeah. things. Yeah, so that's why she's she like, can't. Nap. She's not just like yeah. She she can't nap. Yeah, like she can't physically fall asleep. Yeah. So that's, it's good. I don't have to worry. I nap more than her. I try not to nap anymore. Right. It throws me off. Yeah. I don't know what the heck's going on. I wake up and I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> what time is it? Okay, what do I have today? Let's see. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, I feel that. Oh. I'd rather just sleep through class, get that extra hour then. Oh, I've yeah, I've been dude. skipping way too much lately. Yeah, it's I, bad. I, I miss doing that, dude. Just shrugging a responsibility. All the things that I have going on, I can't do that. Yeah. I, I can't sleep through a drug test. I can't sleep through work. I was going to ask, when you went on your little trip for that wedding, uh-huh. how, what did you tell the drug test people? Did you just hope... Uh, did you just hope that they weren't going to test you? Is that what I told you my plan was at the beginning? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. No. You, I got a travel permit. Okay. So, like, they drug tested during that time, and I was gone, and I had the permit. You know, my, so if my they probation officer known about she okay. she knew about it, so no consequences. You were just like, yo, I'm <sighs> going to be gone. Please don't schedule me, basically. No, they're, they're going to schedule you no matter what, but you're gone. And you talk to your probation officer. So you can't get in trouble for it? No. Basically. Okay. Yeah, no. You're exempt, my boy. That makes sense, because I was like, what if they did? Like, Yeah. That would suck if you fail probation because you oh. you leave for four days to go to a wedding. Yeah. If I didn't get the travel permit, and I had to go in and ask them, hey, can I get the travel permit? And she was like, how long are you going to be gone? Uh, I don't really know if going to California is a good idea from you because you keep fucking failing for weed. I was like, I'll be a good boy. Trust me. <laughs> I was, but I got fucking black out of my cousin's wedding. That's always fun. Um, I mean, it was fun until it, until I didn't remember what I did for like two hours. <laughs> Woke up the next morning like, oh, I don't remember coming back here. It's crazy. And then having my mom be like, you were fucking drunk as shit last night. <laughs> my aunt like, why did you? Why were you so fucking drunk? I was like, oh, dude, you're an alcoholic. It was my it, it was my twenty first on Saturday. Oh really? Yeah. You get some sparkling cider for yourself, some Martinelli's? No, I got a strawberry lemonade at B-dubs, but nice. my mom was like, just please be careful. And I was like, trust me. Who do you think I am? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, oh my gosh, yeah. it's. I It just shocks me how many people just assume that you're going yeah. like, to go drink. You know what I mean? It's yep. crazy. Whatever, yeah. though. Yeah. It's a good night. It was I mean, a good day. Nice. Just 
did jack shit all day. Watched movies. Yeah. All day. Yeah. Nice. Did nothing. So it was good. Fantastic. My kind of day right there. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the hair is getting long. The hair it and is. the beard. Yeah. I've been just no shave November. Just Dude, I it. tried. Just I let sh- it do whatever. I tried. I couldn't. It was so annoying and it was like curling over my lips and I was just like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah, I don't You're know. You're stronger than me. I'm like, I'm like I, I might look bad, but I don't care. I have a girlfriend. I don't have to really worry yeah. about it that much. And know? it doesn't look bad. Thank you. Of course, it's not like a full beard, but you already right. know that. Yeah. It's just no shave November. I so. got a derma roller. Oh, really? So I'm seeing if it gets like fuller. Really? Uh, in like long term, yeah. You got to tell me how that goes because I've I been will. wondering about that. I will. I've seen so many things like get the derma roller. I always see it on like Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, let me try it. Yeah. What do I have to lose? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So. I got the manscaped. Oh, yeah? Dude. Is it as good as they say? Oh, my fucking God. Really? Yes. Before, you know how it is. You're kind of scared. Mm-hmm. You're like, dude, I don't want to nick anything because it makes it bleed. It's like yeah. painful. It's like bleeding all over your other shit. Like, you just kind of stay away. You try and then, to pull and some if hairs. You and do, if you do end up cutting anything, you can't do anything with that nope. for a week. Maybe. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. It's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I've done scissors for years. I've done... Actual trimmer, you know, dude, I finally was just like, fuck it, bro. I'm going to go spend the hundo <laughs> on a fucking manscaped. And I ended up not spending a hundred because there's like a 2.0, a 3.0 and a 4.0. And I just got the 3.0. So it was like 70 bucks. Uh-huh. Some shit like that. Yeah. Came with this little ball cream too. It's like, it's called, it's ball deodorant, bro. It's fantastic. Okay. So, so dude, I, I was so excited. Came home fucking, dude, you can fucking get your ball sack like in no problem <laughs> like you can be up against the skin just going hard nothing no cuts nothing and it's nice bro nice fucking <laughs> nice like i have never really been one to send dick pics oh, but i was feeling good about my <laughs> shit boy you I know would, what i'm saying i yeah. got all the way back the whole taint area fucking Yo, you can land a plane on that shit, bro. It's smooth. Who'd you send that to? I didn't send them oh, to anybody, yeah, but I was, I was like say. standing there like, damn, if I was going to do it, if I had anybody to send them to. Now is the time. <laughs> Maybe Jesus. just send it to the boys. I would not. I could never do that. <laughs> no, I've never been with those guys. Like, I don't never. fucking get that. I don't get it either. I mean, we used to send pictures of our ball sacks to our friends. Like in high school, we would like pull our balls out, put them like up against our leg in our shorts, like. You know, like, just pull them out and then, like, take a picture of them. I never got that either. Y'all on some other shit. Yeah, we would do that all the time. Oh, fuck yeah. One time in high school, one of our friends wanted to put Nair on his taint. Shout out Drew. I don't even know if it... Oh, Drew definitely remembers it because it was painful. But I guess Nair is, like, a hair removal product, but it's kind of intense, right? So we went to the store with him because he was, like... Like, he was, like, one of our friends that was, like, fucking way before... A lot of us. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else. Way ahead. In light years ahead of me. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so he was like doing things with girls. And I was like maybe a sophomore or something. He was a freshman. And he was like, yo, guys, we need to go to the, we need to go to fucking Walmart. And we got to get some Nair. And I need to put that shit on my taint because somebody was sucking my dick the other night. And, you know, my girl or like whatever, my hookup bitch, she was sucking my dick. And she was like, I can't, I can't fucking lick your balls because they're so hairy. So I need to get. My taint, nair. I need to nair my taint and my balls, but we'll see how it goes. And he did it. Like, he 
like we went with him, we bought it, you know, he bought it and then we all went home and then he was like messaging us later. He was like, yo guys, this is a mistake, bro. Like this is red. Like I am in pain. What does that even do? Just it like, it's like, it like waxes it, but with spray, I guess. I don't know. It burns the shit. So you just leave it on there and it just, it's a spray and it just like burns it. I think. I'm not even really sure, but it was very not a good, uh, not a good situation, my friend. Oh, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> that's he, he was re- he was regretting it, bro. He was he was having a uh, fucking rough time. Have you ever tried to do anything like that? No. Try to get rid of any taint hair? No. No. I ain't risking. It's that. hard. You can't see it. Yeah. You gotta bet. I felt so stupid, like completely upside down, fucking. Maybe I should invest in a. Manscaped. Oh, bro. I'll let you borrow mine. Oh, jeez. I don't kidding. know about that. Just kidding. Fuck that. <laughs> but, dude, it's it's literally that good, though. If you were, like, in a pinch, like, yo, Josh, we're getting freaky in about an hour, and I need I help. Need something. I got, I got, I got indigenous fucking families growing in my shit. They're living in my shit, bro. I need help. I'd be like, all right, let me wipe it down and then give it to you. And then I'll wipe it down again when I use it before and we'll probably be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'd do it. But only because I believe in the product so much, bro. I knew it would do what you needed. Right. So I say, yeah, bro, get the 2.0. I mean, fuck, it's like 50 bucks. They got them at a Target. Try to go to Walmart. Don't have them. Target. They don't have them at Walmart, huh? And then, of course, you can buy it online and use a promo code because there's a million podcasts. Just, oh yeah. Just, there's a website or something you can go up and see like who has like promo codes. Uh-huh. Probably get cheaper than I got it. You don't have a promo code? No, I, I mean, oh yeah. Use the code ugly at Manscaped. I wish. That'd be fucking badass. That would be sick. You probably get money from that, huh? I wouldn't even want money, bro. Give me more of that ball deodorant, son. Jesus. <laughs> Shit's fantastic. Just send me one a, one a month and I'll be good. Oh, send me like seven. Jesus. <laughs> you need it that often? You're right. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's a life changer. I never went really like and start. I, I fucking went to Domino's the next day and I told like three of the people that work there like, yo, I shaved my balls with Manscaped. It was fucking good. Just because I was so happy. I was so fucking proud of it. It was awesome. Freaking cute, dude. That's all I'm thinking yeah, about man. now that I'm thinking about hairless things. <laughs> Dude, fucking fantastic. <laughs> hairless things. I think we should try and call him. Why is he hairless? I want to talk to him. What is it called? Yeah, let's try to call he's Q, got, bro. He's got whatever that is that. Oh, he's got the he thing. He just can't grow hair really but, well. Damn. But he pulls that shit off, He does. Bro. He looks good for, yeah, for sure. I would look like a thumb if I went bald right now. Yeah. We're going to uh, we're gonna call Q. You hear that? I do. Fantastic. He's not going to answer. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Nine <laughs> is not available. Y'all hear that number go <laughs> The mailbox is full and cannot accept any messages at this time. The mailbox is full. I wanted to leave my fucking voicemail. Blow Damn. that shit up. Damn, bro. Yeah, blow that. Blow that number up. <laughs> now I'm definitely going to edit it out. <laughs> I'll repeat it. <laughs> Three, zero, eight. You don't know. <laughs> no way you know. 
Dude, I wish that dude would come into beat ups sometimes and sit with me. Yeah. I that's don't one think thing I've I thought about it. I wanted some beat ups the other day and I I was like, I should go in, but I was like, nah, bro, don't be that cuck. Yeah. You didn't show up out of nowhere. If I put in my two weeks, it'd be different, but I just right. fucking left. Yeah. I'm like a ghost, bro. One day Josh was there, one day Josh is gone. I remember when I put my two weeks in, everyone was like Carly was like sad because I was a good worker, you know? Yeah. I was tired of being understaffed and just getting destroyed. Yeah. It's not that much better now, but it's a little better. <laughs> so at least you went out and saw what the world had to offer. Well, at least Domino's. Dude, it was so great. Like, I miss that. I miss that sometimes. Domino's? But it's like I can't do it. There's no way. There's it's no rough. Way. I need more money it's rough, too. Bro. I mean, it, you didn't stick around long enough to find out what the good money nights are. You know I mean, what I'm saying? You like, were there for a week and you don't know how to bro, I like drive so fast and figure it out. You know, like you should have stayed around for like three months to really get the layout of the land and then yeah. not have to look stuff up and then just go there fast as fuck and then have a good money night. But I totally get it. I mean, I was there for like three weeks. It but you weren't. I was. We trained, but you that, weren't. we trained that one week. I was on my own for a week. And then I had that week where I was like, I had like two days of working. And I was like, yo, can you like not schedule me after this? Because I don't know what the situation is going to be. Oh. So, I mean, it was like. But it weeks, wasn't but, like seven days. But it wasn't like, yes, yeah, seven days. You were there two two days that week. So. Yeah. Week is a loose term. You were there six shifts. <laughs> it was good, though. It was good. I was there. I had five <laughs> shifts on my own that week alone, I think. You did? I think. And then it was like two the week that I trained, and then yeah, like two more. Yeah. Nah, man. Fuck Domino's. I just, I love my car too, and I don't want to mess it up. That's totally yeah. That's a thing. Like every single like week, somebody that works there has like a car thing. Yeah. You're driving like hundreds of miles a day. I swear sometimes for you get like, up to 100, 100 miles a day. Yeah, for like sl- for like less money, even if it's slightly less money than beat-ups. And then I got to pay some gas, too. Like, I know they pay some of it, but. Yeah, they pretty much pay your gas, but. Yeah, it's rough, dude. It's rough. Perkins, though. Ooh, baby. I don't know. Oh, we go to Perkins sometimes after, like, long runs. Yeah. You don't work Saturday mornings, though, do you? No. So we would never see you? Nope. Fridays and Mondays. Maybe I'll come Fridays in. and Mondays. Maybe I'll come in sometime. Dude, it's so lit, man. It's like you have way more responsibilities. But that's what I don't like. Beat ups is like you really don't have any responsibility. No, that's like a perfect college kid job. But you also this just is get like, destroyed the whole time. So it's yeah. like you give some, you take some. But dude, Perkins is so much busier. You get oh, absolutely fucked, but it's different because the people that come in. Mm-hmm. We're get like we are we're on a wait, you know, like there's people waiting at the door. And it just is what it is, but they're yeah. all like old. So they're like, yeah, that's fine. We'll just take a table whenever you can. Yeah. You- it's not no fucking moms that are just absolute cunts or <laughs> drunk asshole dads Fuck with the their kids people, that are, dude. bro, they're, they're absolute cunts. Nobody at Perkins gets angry. <laughs> they're I just almost happy. had like a full on like breakdown the other day. I forget what it was about. Yeah. I think. The bartender was just sucking ass that night. I'm not going to lie. And then I think the food got messed up or something. And so I was waiting like 15 minutes for a beer. And then I was waiting like 30 something minutes for the food. Yeah. And I was like, I was just like, dude, this sucks. I literally like, I remember it. I don't remember much from that night because it was all kind of a blur. Uh-huh. But I remember squatting down. And leaning against, like, the, the wall, like, by the office door, you know? Yeah. And just, like, putting my, like, head in my hands. And Logan was just, like, 
patting me on the back like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I was like, that's easy for you to say. You making your hourly, you're good, you know? Yeah, you don't have to go out there and fucking talk to these hoes. Yeah, exactly. So that was not very fun. Yeah. That's another thing, too. The cooks at beat-ups are, I mean, mean, at Perkins, they're like, they don't mess up. They're good. They're so good. It's crazy. But they're like 40-year-old dudes. Well, it sucks because I like Not even. They're like 30. I like the people who cook. Yeah, they're all fantastic at beat-ups. they suck at cooking. I think it's just like a young job plus understaffed. They need to have way more people back there than they do at all times. And some of them just don't give a shit. Yeah, some people are not good. I remember a direct quote from somebody when the ticket was already in the red. They go, screw this rap for two seconds. I'm going to go get a drink. <laughs> and they go up and fill up a water. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Screw you, dude. Like, come on. That's another thing, too. Beat Up says that stupid 15 minutes and food is done. Yeah. Perkins doesn't have that. <clears throat> the ticket times are so stupid at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. I hated that, too. You know what makes me mad is when they bump the food early because it's not out on time? Yeah. Don't bump it. It's not out. But then you have somebody yelling about you, yelling at you about the late ticket. You know that's fraud. What's fraud? Bumping tickets early. Who gives a fuck? At least they're not getting yelled at. I'm just saying, you yeah, know, it's, it is it's like, fraud. It's hundred percent, but like, because mis- one of the things that they look at when they look at like, Hey, what do we need to work on for this restaurant? Oh we need yeah. To reconsider, you know, rehiring whoever the kitchen lead is, whatever the case. It's like ticket times, right? So when you're bumping them early, you're misleading the stockholders. Probably true. Which means you're committing fraud. So we literally just commit fraud on like a daily basis. Nice. Like it's nothing. And like, I don't know why it bothers me so much, but it yeah. does. Really? Yeah. Oh, dude. And but not even, not but even working in, like in the a, kitchen is the difference because I did that for 10 months, yeah. so I get it. So maybe that's where I'm coming from. Well, it's from. not even at the kitchen people. It's at, like, the managers. I'm like, why are you... Cause that's true. Like, managers are like, bump it. It's like... it's like, it's like, like, And I'm not trying to throw shade at anybody, but it's like, <laughs> it's like I don't want to get in trouble because I can't hire the right people and I can't get them trained well. So let's bump this early. I know it's at whatever. I know it's not ready for another 10 minutes. Yeah. Bump it. Yeah, it's like, true. It's not how that works. And then that's how all these mess ups happen. It's like it's like you don't want to take accountability for your actions. That's one thing that I'm big on, like especially recently. Yes. Is I'm so tired of people not taking accountability for their actions. Like like we just had a time trial uh yeah. yesterday. Yeah. And I ran horrible. Mm. And you know what? Like the old me would have been like, Oh, you bad day, you know, whatever the case. I'm like, you know yeah. what? I did not do what I needed to do to be prepared. I did not yeah. hydrate well enough. I didn't I'm yeah. just like trying to learn that. I'm trying to be big on that because yeah, that's good. That's important. It pisses me off when people are just like they right. don't take responsibility for their actions. Like especially, I hear of all these cases. Like, just uh, yeah, I don't know. It just the, the more I'm on social media, the more I'm like, you guys just do not want to take any accountability for anything. Yeah, I was listening to something about that the other day, and I don't know if I have a take on it, but I was I, I pretty much am in agreement with what these guys were having to say, and it was Brian Callen, Brendan Schaub on fighter and the kid and they have these two producers nick and mark and uh they were talking about the harvey weinstein case about some lady that you know it was part of the me too thing you know but it happened a long time ago so the thing was you know she was trying to get a job or whatever and she knew that harvey weinstein was the guy that could make it happen for you so she kind of agreed to like go and like meet with him and then he just came out of the bathroom naked totally surprised her Mm -hmm. Threw off guard. There was no talk of any sex happening. 
So it's not like one of those things where he was like, yeah, I'll get you the thing if you just suck my dick or whatever. Because right, yeah. that's totally different. That's one thing. You're agreeing to do that. That would be shitty if later you came out and said, oh, well, actually, he raped me. Because no, he, he didn't. You agreed to go and hang out. Yeah. So like you, he was hustling and you were hustling. But in the trial, one of the things that she said was, I was hustling. And that was like a whole big argument in their podcast was uh -huh. like, if you say that you were hustling, well, he's also hustling. 100% Harvey Weinstein is a piece of shit. Right. Like that guy's a fucking pig. Mm -hmm. Right. He used women. He abused women. He did all these terrible things. He did rape people 100%. But the thing that got Nick stuck in the podcast was like when she was like, I was hustling. Well, did you get raped or were you hustling? Yeah. You're taking advantage of an opportunity to make some money. You're like, shit. Right. All these girls are coming forward and saying this dude that I hooked up with raped mm -hmm. them. Right. Shit. I can get in on that. Right. Give me a couple million. Hell yeah. Yeah. You and totally I mean? he came out and surprised her. So, it, you know, it wasn't one of those things. It, you know, she she agreed to go, but she didn't know that he was come, just going to come out of the bath of the uh, bathroom naked. Mm -hmm. And he, the, what he would do, too, is he would take you out. And one, and one of the guys was like, so what are you going to do in that situation? He, and one of the guys was like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm yeah. just going to fucking leave. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool. Okay. He just had you take a fucking Uber 90 minutes away from wherever you were. And then now, so if you do leave, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. You're just some bitch 90 minutes away from where you were supposed to go. So tell me how that's going to work out. And then there was like a whole blow up and argument. And I was like, damn, that is fucked up. Yeah. That's super hard. But back to the taking but I mean, what if like she taking just taking responsibility like, like, for your actions? You agreed no. to go and hang out with this shady right. motherfucker in the first place. Mm -hmm. and that's she where said, I get stuck. If you, if you just say no and then he does it anyways, that's completely different. It's totally you know I mean? different. That's he, right. He walks out and you're like, "All right, let's go." Like that's so different. Yeah. And I hear a lot of like this with me too shit. It's like the power dynamic. Like, oh, mm -hmm. the boss wanted to sleep with me, so I slept with mm -hmm. him because blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, did he say you're gonna lose your job if you didn't? Because if he did, then that's completely different that's black but it's man. totally implied that's that man, if right? you right but it's totally implied you don't sleep with me i'm in the power here i have the power so i mean in some you don't know what's gonna sure. happen and you assume the worst especially someone who's like under somebody you just mm -hmm. assume oh well if i don't fuck him he's gonna fire me and i'll never be able to work in this again because if she didn't sleep with harvey weinstein in that situation what's there goes her there's yeah. a, there goes her career and she doesn't know he didn't straight up say well you're never gonna get a movie job yeah, but that's how you're thinking in that situation. You don't know what's going to happen. So you just kind of at some point give up and you hear that. I've heard that in um, certain situations too, where either friends of mine or I watched the, uh, the Epstein Island thing, the Epstein thing on Netflix. Mm -hmm. One of the girls was talking about it. She was like, at a certain point you do let it happen. And you just feel so powerless against this man who you have, idolized for forever because yeah. you've gotten into this situation through emails or through certain encounters where you've seen oh he's hanging out with this person you look at him like wow the he has power you know especially for women too like women are attracted to like money power success like it's it's a, i mean everybody is but oh, yeah. i think definitely like when you're a woman you just you just love it. You want it. You know. You fantasize about it, yeah. and then and then the shitty stuff happens, and you're like, all this is already compounded. So what am I gonna do? I'm gonna let it happen. Yeah. But a hundred percent, it wasn't right, and it shouldn't have happened. And maybe it it was like a hundred percent a rape. Mm -hmm. 
fucked I think, up. I think that you can put yourself in better situations and be smart and say that it's say that girls should be smart and put themselves in better situations without like blaming them. Like obviously it's not their fault that they got assaulted or raped, but at the same time, like let's maybe be a little smarter next time type of thing. You know what I mean? You were willing to do what you were doing with that person, whether you heard something about them or not, Mm -hmm. because some of those situations in the Epstein thing, there was never like a conversation of, okay, now you're going to have to go do this. And they were just a cute young girl hanging out with a successful billionaire who has a bunch of ties to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And you want in, you know, you're, you got approached by, uh, 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 what's her fucking Maxwell, Jelaine Maxwell or Ghislaine Giselle? I, I'm gonna be honest. I know nothing about Epstein. Oh, okay. He's just a fuck. You know, he's a bad dude. So I could. I know that he's like had all this like rape stuff come up, and what. I don't know if he yeah. got uh, incriminated or whatever. I don't know anything about it. So I could be completely spouting nonsense. But I. Oh, dude. If you if you're interested in that kind of stuff at all, that's a good one because it's like it kind of gets to the point. You know, it cuts to the chase. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a lot of information in about an hour and 30 minutes or whatever it is on Netflix. Okay. It's pretty good. But there's also a lot of more like reading that you could do. And I didn't, but the the Netflix thing really opened my eyes. I was like, wow, dude, this is fucked. Mm -hmm. Mainly when I was like walking around or like, you know, as he died in jail, what was it? Three years ago or something? I don't even remember, but he died in jail. And then all over the social media was um, Epstein didn't kill himself. So... The whole thing was like, no, somebody had to take him out because he was going to talk about everybody that he's been getting these hand jobs from, from like 14 and 13 year olds, you know. Was he the gymnast coach or was that nope, someone else? That's somebody else. He was just a businessman. Like, it was really weird. What was his business? Nobody really fucking knows. He always had money and he always had connections. Yeah. You got to watch the story, bro. It's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. Learning about how he came up in the stock market and then just kind of, he was just like the typical like narcissist guy where he, yeah. he just, he was good looking, he was charismatic mm-hmm. and he got him, himself into this position where he knew a lot of things about people and he could get you what you wanted and what the people that he was fucking around with like Trump and Clinton and Prince Henry, or maybe not Prince Henry, one of those fucking Prince guys. Like, they just wanted young girls to fuck. Yeah. So he would, like, bring these girls to this island, and then they're on an island. stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. But it wasn't, like, 100% it was shady, but it wasn't, like, underground. It was all, like, happening on private jets and in Mm -hmm. mansions and at, at the White House and all of these public places where there's, like, people... Inform so it's like oh I need to tell somebody about this well who the fuck are you gonna tell right there's there's the guy in charge mm-hmm. and when you I know? And, and when I say like there's a difference between like uh being blackmailed and sleeping with your boss I'm not talking about that specifically like I mm-hmm. don't know that situation I just yeah. mean like I've heard stories of girls like sleeping with their boss and the boss thinks that it's genuinely like you know just cool you know yeah right. we're sleeping together i got consent everything's cool we're right. having an affair right and then all of a sudden they're like yeah he raped me because he was my boss and that's the only reason i slept with him and it was wrong by right. him and it's like right like what <laughs> you know what i mean that's, that's what i'm one. talking about yeah, i'm that's not talking a weird about one. epstein i don't know what happened there i don't yeah. ever say that they yeah. were in the wrong there 
but also I think there's like, definitely people that have used the Me Too, Me Too movement oh, as for, a for as cloud, a way to yeah. bring clout to themselves, get a lawsuit out of someone, you know. And it sucks because you want to listen to these girls. You want to hear their story. Exactly. You want to say, I totally believe you because if it's true what you're saying, that's fucked up. He should be in jail forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a good person. Yeah. But then was, you, uh, you, you take steps to get to that point. Right. And you're saying the steps that were taken should have been rethought. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was something that I heard one time that I agreed with was the best way to crack down on rapes is to eliminate all face, false accusations. Yeah. Because if yeah, we could be believe true. every girl who came forward, yeah, it would be so easy. Be easy. Be so easy to just be like, oh, he raped you? Cool. Throw him in jail. Yeah. But because some people do lie about it, do regret it, whatever the case, then you got to worry about all this stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. I've, I've been in a situation before. It's a true story. I'm not going to get into too many like... Names, whatever. I don't, it yeah. doesn't matter. But no, I've been in a situation before where I've had to go up to someone that I knew and had mutual acquaintances with and mm-hmm. be like, hey, if so and so comes forward, do you have me in court? Right. Do you? And they were like, yes. Because Damn. some of these girls are crazy. Like, oh, actually yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, bro. I had a girl come forward to me and just like all of a sudden, like, just completely switched on me and was like saying stuff that just wasn't true. Like, not accusing me or anything like that, but, like, you did this, you did this, you did this, this was your fault. And I'm like, no, like, what are you, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not like you raped me or anything, but. Yeah. Then I was in a point where I'm like, I got to be careful here. Because oh, yeah. if I make them mad, they come forward. Yep. Regardless of if I'm counted as innocent in court, I'm going to lose my scholarship. I'm going to get kicked out of school. Yeah. Gonna lose any credibility and like yeah, even more important everything. than the school shit. Yeah, you're gonna be seen from everybody that you know as a fucking rapist or right. a piece of shit person. And guess what? Trials we have the right to speedy trial, but those trials, as speedy as they are, they still take years. Sometimes, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean. So yeah, you got to be careful sometimes, and and then you got yeah. your business out there, and you're just mm-hmm. like fuck, dude. Yep. If you you go into business with someone and they Google your name or you, they're trying to hire you, they Google your name. The first thing they say is, see is like, oh, so and so rape accusations. Like that's right. Like, mm, you don't want to mess with that. You're not getting hired. Right. Unless they unless they're cool with it, then they're like, oh, cool. Seems like a guy we want around. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, don't that's know. yeah. No, it happened to me too, bro. Um, one time I was, you know. Years ago, probably, I mean, I had to be 22, so not even years. I'm 24 now. I'm going to turn 25 in February. So, like, probably two years ago, um, maybe even three. I don't remember. It was either as I was turning 22. Yeah, it was, like, end of year 21. I was turning 22. And I was hanging around with my sister and her friends a lot. And uh, she had this one friend where we would just have a good time. We really would, like, fuck around. Mm-hmm. And we were just connecting as like friends of my sister, right? right? So we would like message each other and be like, hey, let's go to Jamie's. And they would be like, yeah, okay, let's go. And we'd go hang out. And it was like that for probably like a year, you know? And then just through that interaction, we started to kind of like, there were definitely like feelings that arose, you know? We were just mm-hmm. like, wow, we, we text each other sometimes more than we text like Jamie. We send each other memes. We like Snapchat each other stuff. Right. She got me a birthday present. I got her a Christmas present. Like... You know, you don't you don't really do that for somebody of the opposite sex unless you're kind of like getting to know each other on a pretty good level. So there was definitely some feelings going around. And um 
So we ended up like sleeping together. You know, we ended up, it wasn't really planned. It was just like, let's leave together. And we kind of did this like little thing, you know, we had a night. And then the next day she, we, we tried to hang out again and I'm just going to be honest. I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Like I liked the friendship bond that we had and then we fucked and it was like, it went away. It was like weird for me. So I just wasn't feeling it. So we hung up the next day. I didn't really tell her anything. The next day after that, I didn't message her. And she tried to call me like a bunch of times on Snapchat and mm-hmm. I just didn't answer. I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was just getting high and fucking off and being like, sorry, bitch, this is a sign. You know, like, yeah. and at, especially at that point, I would rather ghost a girl than like be real with her and just tell her, hey, sorry. Now I've been in way more situations where I'm so much more inclined to say, hey, just not feeling it. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, and so she got upset. And so she, um, she made me like meet with her and she was like, Hey, you know, what's going on? Like, um, you know, are we, are we doing this or what? And I was like, finally we had that conversation. I was like, I'm just not feeling it. I don't know. I feel like we, we built a house for a long time and then we, we didn't have the walls up yet and we put the roof on and then the fucking house collapsed, Mm -hmm. you know? So sorry about it. I I just, I don't know. I just, I'm not, I'm not really feeling it. I hope we're still friends and we hang out and we can go to Jamie's and hang out and be cool. She was not fucking happy, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 100%, we used a condom, and I came inside the condom, right? So she fucked another guy, didn't use a condom, got pregnant, and then messaged me, I'm pregnant, and it's yours. Can't be anyone else's. I was like, okay. Fuck no. We used a condom. Mm-hmm. Just went in condom, not in you, bitch. Fuck off. Yeah. But she was like adamant. She was like, nope, it's yours. It can only be yours. Fuck you. You even raped me. If you don't want to claim this, I'll say that you raped me. Jesus. I was like, wow, dude. Yeah. First off, have that baby. Get the DNA test. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Not my baby. Mm-hmm. So have the bitch or kill it. I don't give a fuck. It's not mine. And then she was doing a bunch of like pills and drugs like that so her like memory was fucked up Uh so she was trying to say i'm eight weeks along it's only been five so i was like your fucking math is off bitch like and if the time of us fucking was the time of the pregnancy which it wasn't then it will show the guy that you fucked with like the timeline's even shorter now Uh because you're trying to say me and you has been eight weeks and you fucked somebody else after me. So I don't know when that happened, but right. it's definitely not been eight weeks because me and you was five. So it's even shorter now, motherfucker. Right, yeah. It's been like four weeks or three weeks or whatever. So she so she told my sister that I raped her and that I did not get consent and that I came inside of her and it was like a terrible thing. And now she's pregnant with my baby. My sister hated me for months. Well, right. We didn't should, talk. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally. If I do that to one of your friends, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. All the way. Fuck me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't blame her for that at all. But we didn't talk for months. This bitch ended up getting an abortion. My sister went with her to get the abortion. And then, um, like, months later, my sister messaged me. And she was like, hey, could we, like, uh, talk? Like, you know, it's been a while. Uh-huh. And there's been some developments. I was like, all right. I'm so down. I've been wanting to talk because I didn't do anything wrong. Right, yeah. I was super honest about the whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't do anything wrong. There is no world that I raped her. I'm not that person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's never been any girl that has ever said anything like that again. We fuck. We don't fuck with each other after that. And then we don't talk to each other after that. Mm-hmm. Or like I've been in situations where it was opposite where I fucked with a girl and I was super into her and she had to text me like, Hey, I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. I was heartbroken. I was like, fuck dude. This was, I thought you were, I thought we were like, I thought we had some, you were super cool. Like, come on, let's get a coffee. Let's talk. She was like, Nope. Right. Nah. See you when I see you, you know? And yeah. I was like, fuck dude. And that fucked me up. Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. You yeah. don't get to turn around and just say, well, you fought, you, you fucking raped me. You know, like you took advantage of me in, yeah, in some not, sort of way. Yeah. It's not how it goes, bitch. Not fair. Yeah. So then my sister came up, came uh we we hung out and she was like yeah i'm i uh you know i don't even know like what happened because i I wasn't there but that girl is crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) like this is a girl talking about a girl saying she's crazy yeah i totally want to believe you and i've known you for longer and i i'm so sorry that i took her side right away but like that's just how I was feeling in the moment. And I felt like I knew her on a very personal level. Yeah. So, you know, I'm sorry about that, but straight up, did you? And I was like, no, that's been the narrative the whole time. Yes, we did have feelings for each other. Yes, we did have sex. Yes, we used the condom and nothing went inside. No, it's not my kid. And she did do stuff with somebody else and I did not rape her. And then she was like, yeah, she definitely fucked this black guy on the football team. So if she did get pregnant, it was from him. Yeah. It wasn't from me. So, but that situation sucked. Oh, yeah. You know, you never want to get into one of those. And for weeks and months, I was like, fuck, dude, what am I going to have to do? Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not taking care of a baby because it's not mine. But what am I going to have to do if this bitch tries to come at me? We had text messages saying, hey, let's meet up. We had a bunch of evidence, but none of it was ever like hateful or spiteful until she made it that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, dude, I'm going through this in my head. Like, wow. Yeah. I've never had to deal with this and this sucks. They say that. I didn't fuck anybody for a year. Yeah. I literally was like, dude, might as well be gay, bro. <laughs> dude, I've seen, uh, I've no, seen statistics on like online that are like, it's a better chance that you get struck by lightning twice than falsely accused of rape. Really? And I'm like, that's just not true. It's not. It's crazy. I've never heard anything about that. Yeah. So I don't know where they're getting that stat from, but it's just not true. Yeah. These girls, they are crazy. Some of them, bro. You got to. Like that hot to crazy scale, bro. (laughs) (laughs) If she's at least a form, because we, as we know, there's no woman that's at least a four. That's not at least a four crazy. But hey, you know, let's take responsibility for our actions here. There are red flags that have been ignored in in a lot of these situations. Oh yeah. So Oh yeah, you your dick thinks. Yeah. Not so, your head. You you think it with the wrong head, son. I knew I shouldn't knew have fucked that bitch. The whole time that me and that girl were like a thing, I knew she was crazy and I knew it was like not going to end well yeah. cuz she liked me and I didn't really like Yep, you just horny. I was attracted to her, but I didn't like her like that. Right. And that was like my like stage of like I never, like, literally, I never thought I would ever find somebody that I actually liked. Yeah. That liked me back. I thought I would never get married or whatever. Yeah. 
So I was like, fuck it, I can do whatever I want because I'll never find somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, I would never do that with someone that I don't like truly like. Yeah. And so, yeah, dude, it started out with just little lies. Yeah. Little white lies that I would catch that I'd be like, your story doesn't add up here, but I wouldn't care that much because it doesn't have anything to do with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it got worse and worse and worse. And eventually, um, we hooked up. And then, like, two days later, like, this was, yeah, we hooked up. Two days later, she's like, yo, you gave me mono. <laughs> and keep in mind, so this is, like, at a point where she's on and off with this her boyfriend. Oh, okay. Her, her other, so they were broken up at the time, whatever. They broke up, like, two days before. And then three days later, she's telling me that I gave her mono or something like that. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. So let me give you the facts here. <laughs> you go out and party and drink and share drinks with other people, right? Yeah. You had a boyfriend who you've hooked up with before, you know what I mean? Like yeah. weeks before, like for like months before yeah. we ever did anything, right? Yeah. You're telling me two days after that you have mono and I gave it to you. Mono doesn't set in for four to six weeks, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And she is still adamant that it was me and was like angry about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So this was the beginning of the end. Like, yeah. And that's when I start realizing like, yo, this chick is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. She is crazy. She was like so angry about it. And I was like, this doesn't make sense. What you're saying literally doesn't make sense. And she would look at the facts and she'd be like, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it's still you. I'm like, I'm like, you are hopeless. You are hopeless. So I stopped talking oh, to her. Yeah. Weeks later, I start getting sick. Like four weeks later type oh, sick, right? Oh, man, yeah. So I'm like, yo, blah, blah, blah. You know you know how you had mono, whatever. Hey, I think I'm getting a little sick, blah, blah, blah. blah. Did you ever get like confirmed that it's mono? Because I got to be able to, because we had a meet coming up. I was like, I got to be able to let yeah. my coach know if I can go or not. If I have mono, I'll go because I can't give it to anyone without swapping spit with them. Right? Yeah, without making out. So she's like. She's like, yeah, it was you who gave it to me. And I was like, I was like, you stupid, right, bitch? It turned out that I actually didn't have mono when I was sick. I had strep throat, but it just like, so that reignited her anger towards me. Yeah. And then she started talking shit at B-dubs. Oh no. She worked at B-dubs too. Yeah. And she started talking shit at B-dubs and saying that I was telling all these people and I'm like, so, so these people will come up to me and be like, why are you saying to everybody that you and her did stuff? And I'm yeah. like, how did you know? He's like, oh, she told me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's your answer right there, buddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, she was crazy. Which you can't honestly expect you and a girl to do stuff and, like, totally have it be secret. Yeah. I mean, for you, me, you for can me? totally keep it, up, like, with you. You know that you're not going to tell anybody if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But you can't, as a dude... Do that stuff and just expect it to be hush hush. Yeah. I told girls aren't like that. Girls like to talk, bro. I told her best friend who already knew. Uh-huh. Talked about it with her best friend who already knew from her. Mm-hmm. So that's one person that she had already told. Mm-hmm. Um and I only told talked about it with her because she brought it up to me. And was mm-hmm. like, just saying so you now, like I know. You know what I mean? Right. Other person I told was another guy who she had also told because she was in his room like complaining about me to him. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is your problem? So that's the two people I talked to about it at B-dubs. I hadn't told Max or Josh, my two best friends. They had mm-hmm. no idea. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they suspected this girl's coming over, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had literally hadn't told anybody that didn't already know. Mm-hmm. 
and she's saying that I'm the one who's like spreading all these rumors about her and all this stuff. And keep in mind, right, she blocks me for me saying, hey, I didn't tell anybody. It was you who told people, stop, please stop dragging my name through the mud, whatever. Yeah. She blocked me for confronting her like that. Yeah. She wouldn't block her ex-boyfriend, who I was trying to get her to block just because I'm like, yo, this is just not healthy. You should block yeah, him. Yeah, you should block him. Who was potentially, this is one of the, I don't think this is true anymore because her story doesn't really add up, who is potentially abusive and a uh, cheater. Uh -huh. wouldn't block him, uh -huh. but she'd block me because oh, I geez. called her out on her lies. Yeah. So that's when I was like, from that point forward, I was like, I'm done. Not, yeah. not I'm done with women for however long I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> right? Not, Something like that happens. You're just like, I'm done, bro. I've like, I have not been with many people. Yeah. The fact that I encountered one, <laughs> like a truly crazy one in the very few, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It just, I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 Got to be careful. Got to be careful. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's it's scary, too. I never... I, that's you learn from it, though. And especially as, like, when you aren't wrong. Yes, it happened, but you didn't do it wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what it's I'm still, saying? It's still my fault. I should have I should have been like, okay, yeah, she's crazy. I'm going to not do this. Right. As a dude, you have to just you gotta, say, yeah, like... I learned... Yo, I did it, so... Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I fucked up. But you didn't, like, take advantage of her. Right, exactly, yeah. Which is the all. point. Like, I did have sex, but I didn't take advantage of her. It was consensual. Yeah. Which is just as long as the truth is the truth, then you're good. But there's certain people out there that just, you know, from the girl's side, they just don't want rejection to be the narrative. They want victimization yeah. to be the truth. Well, that's why I, I went Gotta to- Got to get to know them better for, you know. I went to the two, person who I, two people who I talked to about it. Mm -hmm. Her best friend and this other dude that she had also told. Yeah. When I was like getting a little worried because she really hated me. Yeah. I was like, yo. Yeah. Y'all got me. And her best friend was like, oh, yeah. She was like, she's been talking about doing stuff with you for months. Yeah. Like she was asking me, like, should I buy new underwear for when we hang out? Well, <laughs> oh, damn. Right? So like. <laughs> getting freaky. So like, yeah. So on her end, it was like extremely premeditated. Yeah. And then so I'm like, that's fine. But then don't go saying that. I did some illegal shit to you because you're going to get shot down pretty quick, even though my life will literally be ruined just by you saying Right, you right. Know? So. Yeah. Whatever. She blocked me. We're not yeah. in contact. Hopefully never in contact. She's actually dating one of my friends, but that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who I knew from Lincoln, like completely separate. Yeah. Like I was in, yeah. Just small world. Feel bad for the dude. I'm like, I tried to warn him. Yeah. I was like, you don't want to date her. Yeah. But people do change, and sometimes, I don't know, they Not, they turn out different. Well, it, one of the things he said to me was, I'm not calling her out on her bullshit and her little lies yet because I want her to realize for herself what she needs to work on. Oh. I was like, I was like, dude, that is the worst idea. Yeah, sounds like you in it for the pussy. You're not there for the <laughs> exactly. real growth, you bitch. You don't, you don't, if you can't hold your partner accountable, yeah. Then you shouldn't be with that person. Yeah. Yeah. Totally, this bro. Is, this is one thing I've learned through that situation is like when I'm talking to a girl or dating a girl, if I see a red flag, I'm telling you. Yeah. Hey, this is going to be a problem if we don't work on this. Yeah. And I'm willing to do what we need to do to work on it, whatever the case. Yeah. But this is a problem. And if this continues and if this is a theme, things are not going to work out in the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
there's been situations like that with, with my girlfriend that I've been like, Hey, just so you know, like this really irks me in a relationship because of my last relationship, this, this happened, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Let's, let's work on this because if this is the theme of the relationship, then in the long term it's not going to work. And she's been like, okay, yeah, work on it. Yeah. Guess what? It's crazy. How many of these issues are just solved when it could have been bugging you for months if you never said anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got no idea if you don't say something. Yeah. You know, so. I do got to get, I do got to get going here soon, but I want to keep, I want to keep talking about that. I mean, it's at nine 30, so we got some time, but, um, yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying. How do you feel about when people come up to you and say, Hey bro, you do this and I don't fucking like it. It depends on what it is. If it's like something minor that I'm like, okay, yeah, I definitely could see why that would be annoying. I definitely try and work on it. But there are times when it's like, yo, when you do this, it annoys me. And I'm like, we're probably just not going to be good friends then. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, not that I'm not willing to like. Try to watch it when I'm around try, you. Try to be your friend. But at the same time, I'm not going to change my whole personality. Yeah. You know, like, like if someone's like, yo, I don't like when you're quiet and when you yeah. just hang out. Yeah. I'm like, we're probably just not meant to be friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If it's something like, yo, I don't like when you joke about this. I don't like when you talk about this. I'm like, okay, yeah. okay, I yeah. got you. But if it's like, yo, I don't like when you're, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like just, you're too yeah. chill, you're too quiet. It makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm like, well, we're probably just not going to be compatible to be friends then. Right. You know? So it depends on what it is. If it's totally. If it's something that I can change yeah. and can fix, yeah. then I'm willing to do it. Yeah. If it's something that's like my personality, it's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah. I feel that. I remember in school when, um, you know, coaches or teachers would try, try to tell me, okay, so you, you know, with coaching, it was one thing, you know, I used to do this weird thing with my arm where I would fling it out. And my mm-hmm. coach was like, Hey, you, f- you do this thing with your arm when you run, don't do that anymore. Keep it tight. I was like, all right, bet. That's like an example where he's right. I want to change that to become better. Mm -hmm. That's one form of constructive criticism. Uh, Excuse me. And then there's been other times where somebody's told me, hey, you're late every single day to work. They're right. I don't care about it, though. Right. right? So being in that situation has been one of the harder things in my adult life because I'm fucking late because I don't care. Something like this, I care about. So I'm pretty much going to be here when I say I'm going to be here. You know, I'm not going to be like, like I told you to come at five. You would have been showed up. Hey, it's five Oh three. And I'm like, Oh bro, I just went to Taco Bell. I'll be right back. Right. Should have gone to Taco Bell. Yeah, no, like that's sure. fucked up. I don't care about work and being there late. I would show up on time every day to the t-shirt shops when I worked there. I mm. cared about that. So I've had to notice certain things in my life that I care about and that I don't and then value people more than the situation. I was going to say, do you think that there's a way that's better for them to say that that you, that would make you a little bit more like, okay, I'll try better? Or is it like, because if they're just like, hey, you're late every day, you're like, okay. But what if they were like, hey, Josh, like when you come in late, we miss you for this and we need you because of this, blah, blah, blah. I would really appreciate it if you could be more, you know, would that be different in your mind or would you still be like, I just don't really care that much? That's a good question because employees are totally different than bosses. Mm-hmm. So if a manager comes up to me and says, hey, you were you were five minutes late yesterday. This I don't want this to be a thing. Um, stop coming in late. 
just out of the principle, they're my boss. Mm-hmm. I should respect that. One hundred percent, right there. I'm gonna say, yeah, you're right. All right, I'll try to. I'll try to be on time, and I pretty much honor that. Uh-huh. But and it doesn't matter how mean they say it because the principle is they're in charge of you. You respect that they have the power or whatever. Yeah, they. I've tried to respect that as much as I can, no matter how shitty they bring it up. Yeah. But I recognize that as a them thing, they're projecting a little bit of a control thing onto me when they've probably got some of the stupid shit going on. Yeah. I've taken that into my life years ago. I know what that situation is before I even have to think about it. They're pissed about some other shit. They're taking it out on me being late. I can handle that. And I'm also late. Yeah. So I can just say, okay, mm-hmm. and stop being a fucking late person. You're right. Um, but if an employee is like, Hey, I had to take two of your tables because you were fucking late. What the fuck? Yeah. I'm less inclined to care, Mm -hmm. but I also recognize that I did shrug my responsibilities onto someone else inadvertently. Yeah. I was late because I'm late, but they had to take over for me. So I do have to see that and say, hey, yeah, you're, you're right. Sorry about that. Were you okay? Do you need anything? Can I help you? Can I like get you anything? Yeah. Do you want to take a break? I'll take I'll take some of your tables. They're like, no, I want my tables. Fuck you. You're just fucking late, and I'm sick of it. It's so annoying when you're late every day. Yeah, you're right. But I'm also, you're not. I, th- there's no power there. There's no. Right. You know, they took my responsibility, and that's what I don't fuck with because I don't like having a situation where someone else is taking my responsibilities. Mm-hmm. That's just like a me thing. I feel like you're pretty much like yeah. I want to do my shit. I don't want somebody else to have to do my shit for me. Right. So, yeah, I get that. But also like, fuck you, you know, (laughs) you're, you're just some fucking person. Why are you crying about having to make money? Right. You got my two tables worth of money. Mm -hmm. So fuck off. Right. Yeah. I don't care. I feel you. I think it also depends on who it is for me. Like if it's one of my homies, I'm like, yo, yeah, you're right. My bad. If it's someone that I work that I really just don't like, I'm like, I'm not really that sorry. I don't know. Homies are different too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, when your friends tell you uh, maybe not being late, but fuck, I don't know. Like, like let's say me and Jonas, right? I come, like, if he came in every single night at 2 a.m. home from Domino's and was just, like, slamming the doors and, like, he turned on music or some shit and started making food and then just went into his room and like played video games and was like yelling at his headset. Yeah. Your boy don't do night shift no more. I'm in there asleep. That would piss me off. And I would go to him and say like, Hey dude, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. But also I don't involve myself with inconsiderate people like that. So there's no world that that would ever happen with me or Jonas. Right. Yeah. But there has been certain times where maybe I don't close the garage and Jonas doesn't fuck with that at all. So he'll come home and he say, why don't you fucking close the garage? I just trust him and believe that he cares about that. So I'm like, sorry, I just didn't give a fuck. What? And then that's it. And then next time I probably close the garage. Right. <laughs> Even if you give him shit, you're like, okay, yeah. You remember that in your mind. You're like, okay, he doesn't like that. So let me. He's got money in here. He's got yeah. things in here. He cares about this place. He doesn't want anything to happen. In his mind, something could happen. In my mind. Who gives a fuck? Who knows what would happen? I don't think anybody in this white neighborhood would come in here and try to fuck with us. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. If, you know, I don't know. I don't think like that, but he cares about that. So I'm going to 
use empathy and say, okay, he does. So I'm going to try to close the garage. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to lock the front door when I leave. You know, stuff like right. that. So I think the friend dynamic is like totally different. You want to respect your friends. Exactly. Yeah. People you see at work, you're like, give me a reason to respect you. Mm-hmm. And I will. You just come up to me and tell me I'm late like a cunt. Exactly. Then I don't I don't have any reason to respect you. So mm-hmm. why would I? I'm yeah. going to show up late again tomorrow. And the next day. And the next day. Right, yeah, no, I feel Now you. it's like a thing. Like, I'm going to be late and I hope she's working. <laughs> I, I hope I'm going to piss her off. some of my tables, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Which is shitty. But it's the way it is. You <laughs> yeah. do, I mean, if you're going to be a dick to somebody, then you should probably expect to be treated like a dick back. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, it's fair to say you should expect it. But then there's that thing like, be the change you want to see in the world. Maybe Gandhi said that. Yeah. And then there's that. Yeah, for sure. You can't treat, you know, it's re- I, th- I think it's really important to treat people differently than they treat you. Which is hard because if they're a cunt, you want to be a cunt. Yeah. It's I just, just like human nature. Yeah, that's very true. I just had a girl come at me last night. We had a track workout. Yeah. And uh, this girl grabbed Ox and I go up to her and I'm like, hey, like if you want, if you say no, it's perfectly fine. But I just wonder if you cared if I plugged my phone in instead and took Ox. And she was like, no, that's fine. I go, go ahead. Right. So I go do it. I guess some people see me come down or whatever. This other girl texts me that night. She's like, yo, don't don't change someone else's playlist. That's disrespectful. All this other stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I you weren't there for the conversation. I instantly went defense mode and I like flipped oh. out on her. And I was like, yo, I freaking asked her, like, don't come at me unless you like actually know what you're talking about type shit. Okay. You know? okay. And then she got mad. And so we were like arguing over, over stupid for no reason at all. You know, yeah. and she was like, I thought you were nice. You know, I thought you were a cool guy, whatever. Now I know that you're not and all this other oh, stuff. No. Anyway, that night we kind of, I left her on red eventually and she, she texted me again and she was like, yo, I didn't mean to seem like a dick. So we like worked it out that night. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna be honest. Like I already felt bad enough asking. And so when you came at me, I just kind of went defense mode and I got pissed because I already felt bad that I was switching someone else's playlist, but I really wanted to try my playlist, you know, and all this other stuff. She was like, okay, I understand, blah, blah, blah. And so now we're cool, but yeah, that's just, that's what that reminded me of. Yeah. Just yeah. fucking last night, literally. Yeah. Got to be nice to people when they're mean to you. And I, yeah, I should, I could be better at that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things about me that I love is I love switching things over to comedy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey man, you're fucking late. Sorry. I had to, uh, you know, stop and help 16 homeless people mug somebody. So, you know, shit happened. Hey. That's what it is, baby. Tomorrow, if there's no homeless people out, I'll be on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why is the garage door open? Well, somebody's supposed to come in and take everything we have and kill me, but I think they're a little late, so I don't know, man. Maybe, I guess it's up for nothing. Maybe we could close it for now. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> Yo, before you get going, I want to. I wanted to run something by you real quick. I'm down. We got time. So, uh, I was talking to Zach about this at work the other day. Okay. I've recently been really into literature and stuff and stories, you know? Literature. Oh my God. Yeah. I like, I like reading. Okay. I'm a nerd. Yeah. I like reading too. So anyways. I just don't. For the past like three years, I've been low key working on it, but like not really until like recently, like seriously doing it, but I'm starting to write a book. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So it's a fiction story, right? Four book series, 
but the first book is what I'm working on right now, obviously. So basically the, the situation is like, there's this disease and it like starts, starts with just elderly people like killing them, but they don't really notice it because it's just elderly people dying. You know, it happens anyways, but it, it starts like getting more strong and working its way down. Right. So slowly it's killing younger and younger people. Okay. So basically that when they vaccinate, they prioritize like the young people. Right. So all the adults are pretty much dead. Is like the whole idea, right? It's like people who are like 18 and under, so like high schoolers, right? And uh, so it's basically what would happen if it was that, and it's about this kid who basically gets an opportunity to have a big role of power in his like city, right? So it's like, he's just a normal kid, and it's like, how does he deal with that? How does he deal with everything that's happening? You know, being a kid, being an adolescence, whatever, and having to take so much responsibility and all this stuff. So basically my big struggle right now is I'm, I was just talking to Zach about this. I'm like, how, I don't know how to start this chapter one. Yeah. What do I do? You know what I mean? I know you don't read books, but if you were watching a show about this, yeah. What would grab your attention? Murder. Murder. Murder, sex, death. <laughs> I mean, like... No, for real. I know. Any shows that I get attracted to, right off the bat, there's some... <coughs> there's some traumatic thing. So, but you also have to... Obviously, the first chapter has to be about his life before so that you can set the stage. If right? that's what you want it, you don't have to. You can do the flashback thing. You can do the... Um, this is just what it is. And then there's like little tidbits of before the happening or whatever, or before the disease used to do this, however you want to do it. Um, but for me, just personally watching so many movies and shows, I like, I like action. I like, I have, and then it can slow down and get into the story because story is super important. Right. Anything you gotta develop it right. You have you to have a good wanna, story, yeah, but that you also don't want to lose them right away. You can't lose them right away. I get lost in slow beginnings. Mm-hmm. So, but there's also been certain movies where it starts off slow, and I like that, and it's intriguing, and we get into it. But you have to make it interesting. You got to make problem it interesting. Is the whole idea is he's a regular ass dude, so I can't just start with his normal life. So when I think of it like Well I don't think you I don't think it's fair to you to say you can't because it's your shit. Right. That's fair. Can't doesn't exist. We're talking about something fake. Yeah. The my advice is start writing. Mm-hmm. You just have to start writing. I've wrote You'll, chapter one. And you throw shit out. Yeah, I've wrote then, chapter one eight different times, bro. Perfect. Exactly. Write it eight more times. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. fucking write and carve out time to do that because this means something to you, and I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're bringing it up. You just got to write. Right. I mean, I hear about it all the time in certain podcasts. The story for like a, like the 40-year-old virgin was Steve Carell, super young, 20s or 30s. He goes to Judd Apatow for something else. And Judd Apatow is a director. And he just kind of was like, hey, you know, I got these ideas and these ideas. They talked for two hours. And then Judd Apatow was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I'll give you a call on some of this stuff, whatever. As Steve Carell is leaving, he goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I've got this other idea about a 40-year-old version. Basically, he hasn't had sex, and he's 40, and all of his friends are kind of asking him questions about that, and he doesn't have anything to go off of. And Judd Apatow was like, oh, dude, 
that's all you got? And Steve's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, it's just an idea. And he goes, well, I can sell that tomorrow. I'll call you. Bro, 40-year-old version is one of the best fucking comedy movies. You know, it's super cult classic. It's fucking hilarious. Dude, it- but they build the whole story around a poker table scene. So about 10-minute scene uh-huh. is what they have to begin with, and they build around that scene. So maybe you need to write what you have in your brain and then over time fill in the blanks. Yeah. Here's what I, when I think of it, like, I like to think of it as like a TV show, right? And when I think of if this was a TV show, how can I start it? It's harder in a book because you have to like describe things. But so, so picture, right? You start a show. You're like, oh, what is this? You click on it, right? Yeah. The first scene is just this dude sitting on a rock, right? Okay. He looks all exhausted. He's got like wet hair. He's got sweat all over blood. Whatever. Okay. He's got blood on his face and shit. Okay. He's got like a bloodied sword in his hand and like a gun in his other hand, right? Okay. And it like slowly zooms out and it's just like bodies like everywhere around him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would catch your attention. That would right? get me. Right away. That you'd would totally like, get me. You'd be like, yo, what the what the shit happened? You know what I mean? Yep. And then and I love those stories. Then I love those beginnings. Then it flashes to the like beginning and he's yeah. just a normal dude. And you're like, okay, we're going to see like how... Now this kid ends up yeah. doing this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then like the last episode, you get that same shot. But like yeah. now you, you're like, oh shit, that was a shot from the beginning. Yeah. You have the rest of the story. You know what I mean? I love those ones. But it's like, the books are so different from TV shows. You got to write. Right. You and I'm a, write I'm a and good, write and I'm write. I'm a good writer, but it's hard to find sometimes like how exactly just to start it. You know what I mean? So I think you're right. What I need to do is just write and just, that's the only advice I ever hear from successful people is you just got to do it, bro. All of them are going to get thrown out, but just keep going until you find something. Just write, right. keep them, have them read them back. And it also depends on how much you care about this, because if you care about it for three months and then quit, maybe that's a sign, but also you can come back to it whenever you want. It's your shit. So yeah, bro, just, just write, you know, get more scenes like that in your brain right. and then write out the scene as it's happening and then fill in the blanks later. Bro, this whole this whole story has literally been ingrained in my brain since senior year of high school. Uh-huh. And I've just like just now started to like actually try to write it out. And it's so much harder than you would think it is. Like it's oh, crazy yeah. hard. Oh yeah. It is frustrating, but it's also like this is a story that's been with me for so long. I know everything that happens, and yet finding those words is the hardest part. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Do some shrooms, then write. Do some shrooms. Not while you're doing shrooms, but do the shrooms and come back to it. I've always wanted to learn the lucid dream. I could be like, you go to sleep, you know, and you start controlling your dreams, and you're like, tell me the story. Let me see the story. And your brain would just like... Do it, you know what I mean, and then you yeah. have access to like your subconscious and stuff. Yeah, I can never learn how to lose. It's so hard. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, I feel like I do. There's certain dreams I have where I'm in complete control the whole time. Yeah, and I found that with sobriety. And you're sober, so I'm saying yeah. do some shrooms, bro. <laughs> Seriously, Go the opposite route. We're gonna do some shrooms. Shit, man, bro. That's not like a dumb joke anymore. So many people are using shrooms to like help them get through like a breaking point Mm -hmm. some people take breaks and then come back some people go for runs 
you do what's healthy for you. You live a healthy lifestyle. Shrooms isn't unhealthy, and it's right. not a crazy idea. It's not like you're doing an ounce of them. Take a gram. Take a gram and a half. <coughs> just, just do what you do, and then try to come back to it later with a little bit of a reset brain. Mm-hmm. For sure. I'm dead ass, bro. Would you even do that, though? Like, not, you don't have no. to bullshit me. Why? It's just, no. I feel like as soon as I start using another substance to make myself think a certain way, then I just lose the whole point of being sober, regardless of if it's as bad as another. Does that make sense? It doesn't to me because I've done that so many times. Right. And it, I like it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, though? Like, if I use if I use anything as a way to change the way that I'm thinking or feeling or... You know what I mean? Then I'm throwing out the whole point of being sober for me. The whole point of being sober for me is to be myself always. Okay. You know what I mean? And be in my mindset always. So who do you think you're going to be while you're on shrooms? I don't know. But what if I then, um, so say, right, I'm like, yo, I like the way this makes me feel. That's not actually me feeling that way. That's not actually me being that happy. That's, Mm -hmm. you know, something else. So then I'll be chasing that. You know, and you might find that in other things and then gateways and stuff like that, you know. Next thing you know, you're doing, next thing I know, you know, oh, shrooms wasn't bad. Marijuana probably won't be that bad either, right? I'm not saying it is, mm-hmm. but then all of a sudden you're doing, you're smoking marijuana and then you're like, you know what? Marijuana is not even that bad. You know, this won't be that bad either. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's very similar to marijuana. And you're mm-hmm. like, cool. And then it's, yeah, that's the whole, that's the whole gateway thing. And I think I have a very addictive personality to certain things yeah, that it's just better to just steer clear of that whole huh. world for me. You know, I don't trust myself with that stuff. That's fair. You know, that's fair. And I get it. And we did talk about that in the first podcast. Oh yeah. I totally believe that you will find things out about yourself through substances. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's a wrong path, but if you don't want to go down that path, that's totally fine. Right. Exactly. That's totally fine. And I still respect it. I don't know what it is for me that goes to do some shrooms. On I mean, the on the other end of I'm it, I'm assuming you've done shrooms. I've heard yeah. it, it just like brightens everything and like makes everything like just you think so much differently on them. You, yeah, you totally think differently. And then after, like the next couple days, you're still thinking, not like you were on shrooms, but there's something that it does to your brain. It's mm-hmm. It always helps me. And it's not like I run to them in every situation. Right. You know, if I have some traumatic thing, I 100% need to work out. And that's how I need to handle how I'm feeling. Or I 100% need to stay my ass in my apartment. And that's how I need to handle the situation. Alcohol, cocaine, totally different. There's pretty much no situation where you need to go get drunk to handle it. Right. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it better. It always pretty much makes it worse yeah shrooms and weed man the mind altering stuff i've always found to just kind of help and maybe it was helping because i go well that didn't help but at (laughs) least i did it and now i know yeah there's something else i need to do not a substance and you know i've I've always heard too that some people can really and i've seen this too some people can function very well with that stuff in their life and others just can't at all yeah I've like, I'm not a good functioning alcoholic. I can't. Mm-hmm. But you function well with other things, right? 
some people like don't function well with any of it. Like I feel like honestly, if I ever smoked weed, I would be like, let's play some fucking video games, you know, and I'd play video games for five hours. That's not me being productive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like some people can smoke weed and go into work. Yeah. And it helps them work. Once you build your tolerance up. Yeah. But I think it just make me lazy and make me more lazy than I already am. I already have to make myself do stuff that I don't want to do. Yeah. So. I think there's only one way to find out. Man. <laughs> there is only one way. I don't to think find there's out. anything wrong with finding out. <laughs> I bro. guess we'll never find out. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Not that I have anything against other people doing it, but no, you're just talking, bro. You're just talking about your experience. I like it. Right. I like it. I respect it, dude. It's like I don't know. Maybe it's just that it's so ingrained in my mind this this whole story. But it's like I just feel like if it were a TV show, it would be like so good. Yeah. Well, then I'm like, okay, but even if you have a good story and you have a good idea and you can, like, who do you even go to? To be like, yo, I don't want to be in this. Like, I don't want to be in this movie. I don't know how to direct. I don't know how to cast people. I don't know. Yeah. But this is my idea. No, yeah. You sell them your story. Right. I don't even know how to do that. Mm. But I'm like, if I can write the book and get it on paper, like, at least I have a good story. And even if, like, it doesn't do anything, like, it's cool, you know? Yeah be dope to have my own book and you know on my shelf full yeah. series on it'd be sick yeah i think hmm, that's a hard one bro and then like everything is so hollywood now like well i would go the opposite way people are putting their youtube people are you know you don't have to go to hollywood to make right. anything mm-hmm. you have it all at your fingertips you have that's a computer true. you upload it to youtube you know, people are putting their Netflix specials out on YouTube, not Netflix. You know, they make a comedy special. They yeah. put it on YouTube for free, run a couple ads. True. Um, books, though. I don't know much about books. I know you can privately release it. You can put it on Audible oh, yourself. Yeah. You yeah. can put it on, you know, you, you can make a website and put it on the website. You know, you can sell your books from your website. Mm-hmm. But it makes it easier to go to Hollywood. I don't know if it makes it easier. I don't know. Well, also, no one wants to read books anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I mean, people our age don't, but yeah. people read books. I think it might change too. Though. People wouldn't be selling books still if people yeah. weren't fucking reading them. That's true. I think it might change in the next few years. Honestly, I feel like more and more people are starting to read again. Yeah, maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just the people I'm around. But I feel like more and more people are being like really want to get into reading again. I used to do that all the time and now yeah. it's, everything's on phones and all this. Right. Stuff. I don't know. I think either way, bringing it real back, just back to the basics. If you enjoy writing this, mm-hmm. that's what it needs to be surfaced around because nobody's going to read it for a fat minute. Right. Like you have to have fun it's gonna, doing, doing this thing. Yeah. Even if everything goes super smoothly, it's going to take like two years at least to like even consider releasing a first book. Oh, yeah, totally. Writing, editing, rewriting, re-editing, everything, dude. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Totally. So, yeah. So, you got to have fun doing this. If you're thinking, hopefully I can just get this out and make money from it someday. Or if you're the, a a big motivator would be to get it on a Barnes and Noble. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a great long-term goal. 
But in the moment, dude, you got to have fun. Yeah. You have to enjoy thinking the story and just projecting onto this piece of paper or this computer screen where you're typing it. Right. So as long as you're having some fun and really enjoying it and getting out some of the feelings that you're having through a character or a story, fucking hell yeah, dude. Like, go hard, you know? But it has to be that. It can't be anything else. Right. And it's not even that I would ever want to make money from it. It's just like this story is like ingrained in me. And I like think about it all the time, like all day. It's always on my mind. Yeah. I'm like, I have to just like get it out. Even if no one reads it, no one likes it. Yeah. Do it for you. It clearly, considering the fact that it's been like three years and it hasn't left my mind yet, it clearly has to go somewhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a subconscious obsession. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. With the story. Yeah. Yeah, It's just weird, man. (laughs) It's weird. It's exciting though. You would think like like you get ideas and you know they go away in a month. Sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's three years later and I'm still just, I think about it every day. Yeah. Maybe I should actually try it. I think you should go hard on it for a while. Yeah. Carve out 30 minutes every day and write. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter if you keep what you're writing. You You need to be writing. Because that's just going to build your skill. Like getting the jobs that I got. Domino's is my intake job where I'm listening to podcasts and taking in information. Mm -hmm. The bricks door, the doorman job at the bricks and the Perkins job is where I'm getting things out. So I'm working on my communication skills. So then when I sit down, I don't need to fucking worry about how to talk. I'm doing it all the time. Yeah. And I also have information to put out because you can't just... I mean, you can, but then you start sounding like a stupid person because you don't, you just have your experiences and yeah. I'm 24. I barely give a fuck about my experiences. How am I supposed to expect somebody else to listen to me right. talk about some dumbass young person life? Yeah. So you got to believe in yourself and then also start doing things in your life. And you probably are already doing the things in your life to get you good at reading and writing. So maybe read more mm-hmm. take in storytelling just stories that you like you don't need to be like oh i'm gonna read the iliad because it's a great story you don't fucking like it right. you know probably i don't know maybe you'd love it but like take in stories and then take notes like oh i like how they did that for three pages that's interesting i have noticed that especially like reading harry potter has taught me so much because jk rowling like these books are like 200 pages long like the first few you know yeah it's over a whole year. Oh, yeah. She manages her time. Like, she manages the time so well. She can skip through time. Yeah. And it's like, you don't even really realize it's happening, but also you're completely caught up and you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? One chapter will cover a month. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you know what I mean? And so I've learned a lot of, like, time management as far as what's happening in the story. And, like, yeah, I don't know. Details and what's important to bring up and little details that are important to bring up. That yeah. would be missing if you weren't thinking of them, but at the same time are not completely integral to the story. Does that make any sense? It's like, yeah. 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 I don't know. I would have to open a book and I would find an example, but like, it's like you could tell this story perfectly fine without this detail, but mm-hmm. having this detail just makes it, you can see it so much better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'd say you need to write more. Yeah, for sure. And, and then also completely different than the story. Write about your day and then get really good at describing your day. You know what I'm saying? That's what is that? What is that? Classic journaling. 
Yeah. I've actually never done that. That's a good idea. I think that's a great idea because then you're just working for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're just getting good at writing. You're getting better while, yeah. Tell the story of you and that girl fighting over the, the ox cord thing. But do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just, just fucking it. Yeah. do it. Yeah. And then do it every day. All right. That's, right a, about, that's actually a good idea. I've never thought of that. Yeah. Write about something you saw. Get good at like intaking things and then like looking at that and then coming back later and remembering it in your brain and saying, I saw this pigeon get absolutely smoked by this Jeep Cherokee. The Jeep Car- Cherokee was dark green except for the hood. The hood was bright red. Probably a fucking 21-year-old girl that hit a deer and her dad said, I'm not going to buy you a new car. I'm going to get a red hood so you have to fucking deal with that shit. You know, just like make up like stupid little stories for yourself and then just like write it down about and a find, pigeon getting smoked. And find weird words to add in there that add Exactly. Vocabulary it, yeah. words. Vocabulary words are important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zach already said he'll read it for me too. Like when the first first draft is done or whatever, he'll like read it and like I'll give him a physical copy. He'll make notes and shit. So yeah. Should be good. But yeah, the most important thing I definitely think is just I need to just write it. Yeah. I think getting feedback from other people is important too, but also don't worry about that too much. Especially at the beginning, you just have to be happy with what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if I was listening to people talk about this, like there's been way more people saying, I mean, but what do you talk about though? Nothing. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Nothing yeah. in everything. <laughs> exactly. And they go, what? What are you even doing it for? Do you make money from it? Do you have any sponsors? No. Well, that hurt me, but like, I like this, you know? So yeah. that, them saying those like kind of condescending mean things that hurt my feelings because I'm proud of this cannot, you know, like reflect on how I do this or why I do this. You know, you have to be way more comfortable with why you're doing it than anything. Yeah. But it's totally not wrong to give somebody the first copy and be like, hey, man, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I had to, do, I did it so many times with my jokes. Like oh, when yeah. I was doing stand up, I would tell like this guy or people that I was around, like, hey, I thought about this joke. Can I tell it to you? And then they hated it or they were like, what? Or they laughed at it and you just can't like let that reflect yeah. on it at all. I wish I wouldn't have done that. I wish I just would have fucking wrote the joke and then went to stand up and then a dick right there and then just been like well i'm super glad that i did that because i'm having fun yeah exactly you know exactly yeah yeah man someday i just need an office in my house and i'll just open the window you know and the nice air will come in and you know it'll be all (laughs) vibey and green and stuff yeah right i picture that too but as I go through life, I'm like way more of a, you know what? I'm going to have a cave where there's no light coming in and I'm just in there fucking doing my thing. Give me, give me both. Why kind, not? Kind of like this. Yeah. It's funny, bro. It's funny, bro. For sure. I am going to make food. All right. And I got time before I got to go, but it's cold standing at that door. So I, yeah. I want to go to the cup. Oh, they might not be open. Maybe get a tea. Oh, I have hot tea in here. I might make myself a make myself a hot tea. I love tea. It's so good. Yeah. 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 
I don't drink coffee anymore because it makes me do bad things. Like it make it does bad things to my stomach. But really, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> you add running to that, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So no more make, coffee. But uh, that's funny. What you got going on tonight? You just hanging out. Going Go back the girl. to girl. Going back to Grand right. Island and then going to Lincoln. Right. So yeah. yeah. What's in Grand Island? Lacey, that's where she lives. So you're well, picking so her she, up on the way or? No, so she lives in Grand Island. She goes to school here in Kearney, so she leaves here in Kearney most of the time. But mm-hmm. she's got a Friendsgiving thing. She's going oh, to that nice. for a few hours. You're going to show up as a cute boyfriend to the Thanksgiving. Yeah. Nice. It's exciting. I'll be there. She's vibing for like an hour or so, and then I'll go back to Lincoln and see my parents and all that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be fun. But Well, dog. Thanks for coming again, bro. It's always a pleasure. It's always a good talk. We always have good talks, oh, yeah. bro. I fucking love this. Fuck you. Q? <laughs> fucking Q, man. We love you, but uh, we're coming for you. We're coming for you, boy. All right. Let's uh, wait. Now I got to go back to my fucking screen here. Ladies and gents, thank you for listening to another episode of The Ugly Franco Show. You can follow me on TikTok, The Ugly Franco, two E's, and also Instagram, The Ugly Franco, two E's, baby. Um, Drink some water, go for a walk, get some sunlight, go for a run, um, call your mom, tell her you love her. Have a happy Thanksgiving, you know, stuff your fucking face with uh, whatever food you uh, can. Dan, what do you got for the peeps? Uh, not much. Have a good one. That's it. Fuck you. That's all you got. That's all I got. Come on. Fuck you. <laughs> That's it. All right. All right. We out, baby. Te llamo, wait. Adios, wait.